2: Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Disney Underground, your experimental podcast of tomorrow. This is episode 26, and today is March 1st, 2021. And by the way, my name is Gene, and we do have a fun show planned today. Uh, we've got some Disney news, some Disney Plus info, and the crew is going to discuss some Disney possibilities. We're each going to take a ride or an attraction in Disney World and talk about a way where we could reimagine it, and maybe plus it, uh, maybe make it a little bit better um, for us. Some, some stuff that maybe we want to change on it. Uh, we're also going to be announcing the winner of our huge Disney gift card giveaway. Uh, from our Instagram, so stick around for that. And also, very shortly, we'll be announcing our sponsor and brand-new partner. Uh, but first, let's do the Disney Underground Roll Call. Up first, the best of the Midwesterners, Dan and Steph, what's up? Hi. Hi-ho!
0: Oh yeah, that <laughs>
2: gets old. I love it, well, they're they're going gets old. That's, the, that's I gotta tell you, that's the catchphrase of the show. People are gonna see you in the park stand, and that's what they're gonna just yell it at you. That's yes, a, they are, amongst other things, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Weirdo. And, and let's kick it over to our Disney locals, Brad and Tiff. What's up, guys? Yay.
0: Hi.
3: How are we doing? Really good. Finally got back in the parks and had a stay at Old Key West. Had some friends in from town and Really feeling so much
2: better, so really great. Excelente. Well, and unfortunately, <laughs> excelente. I just a word? Yeah, it's excellent in Spanish. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs>
2: so we do have some bad news. Joey and Sam, want want. They're not here today. Aww. uh they Took the week off, so we are um, marking it down and docking them pay. Oh no. <laughs> Because they used up all their sick days. But uh, well, this is the time of year that
1: Joey always wants to go on his pampering trip right. that he custom builds himself. Actually, Sam usually right. doesn't want to go, but
0: right.
1: Joey loves the the pampered trip mm-hmm. every year. He needs it. <laughs> it's
4: good for his
0: skin, <laughs> yeah, his complexion. He I love his what products. Good for
2: <laughs> spa. Anyway. So, so, guys, it's a little bit a little, bit, a little bit different of an episode today. Uh, no trivia giveaway questions this week because we do have some new stuff going on. The next few weeks are gonna be a couple of different episodes. Well, today's gonna be a little different because like I said, we have a big announcement and an in-house interview. And next week will be um a different kind of episode. It's gonna be actually just me and Dan, and we will be doing a a joint episode with the We Like Theme Parks podcast, and we'll be doing some fun things with them. And then the week after that. Uh, a bunch of us will be covering the flower and garden festival from Epcot. So we'll be pretty much from there kind of talking about the food at all the booths and just pretty much what's going on world showcase for the, for the festival. So uh, no, no, uh, no giveaway question this week, no game show this week, the game show again, will be back in April. So stick around for that. Gene, can Uh, you do me
1: a favor when you're out covering the Flower and Garden Festival?
2: Whatever you need, my man. Could you just walk over to the Orange
1: Bird merchandise and just let out a little trickle of drool for me (laughs) so I can... Say that's for Dan? Present. Yeah. I need to represent that. I I will certainly do that. I love (laughs) that.
3: And Mentioning Orange Bird... Tiffany will be wearing JSA Creations' new Orange Bird ears.
5: Oh, yeah,
2: they actually—I yes. don't know if you guys seen them. They—they yeah. uh, they look really cool, man. And you know, I yeah, actually, I'm,
5: I actually ordered mine a couple of days ago. <laughs> I was like, hey. If you're making those orange bird ears, I want to pay
2: now. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm sure they probably already sold out. So it's a good thing you got your order because those yep. things, um, again, you don't really find orange bird ears anywhere, number one. Mm-hmm. So when you see them, you got to grab them. And number two, everything JSA Creations does ears wise is just
5: perfect. So,
2: shout hopefully, them. hopefully they get their lickety split. Yeah, hopefully. Um, lickety s- on, the, on, the the Pony on the Pony Express. <laughs> Just, South out to Joey and Sam, man—they do a great job with the ears. But we we do announce last week's winner for last week's trivia contest and she had the correct answer which was aaron burr the question was what role did nick walker play on hamilton and it was aaron burr so let's con- congratulate rachel hoeing rachel thank you for listening congratulations Yay. on winning and actually she's a two-time winner she's won that's what i
4: thought yeah she
2: has won before she she she's one she's she's a loyal listener she, she she's answers. a big
4: fan she that's does
2: great. the uh she does the gift card giveaways too she's on she's been on the game show before <laughs> Yeah, she's she's i think our great. first two-time winner so yeah congratulations to her and Thank you for being such a loyal listener. We're going to get those ears by Elena ears out to you lickety split on what, Dan? Pony Express. (laughs) Pony Express. (laughs) (laughs) Very popular these days. It's excellent. So now, guys, we teased this huge announcement for the last few weeks now. Uh, We have an official sponsor to the show and travel partner. So let's welcome Brian from Magical Travels by Brian. Brian, we're so hyped to have you as part of the uh the team and the under, the Disney Underground family. How you doing? Good. How about yourself? I'm super happy and excited to be a part of this. Oh, no, it's it's listen, we're happy to have you. Um, you know, we we've been trying we've been talking about doing this now for like probably feels like a couple months really trying to put it together and finally got you now and and um, you're going to be around for a while and every episode we'll be talking about travels uh, magical travels by Brian
6: awesome yeah it's exciting I know we've been like you said talking about it for a little while now and it's kind of nice to see it moving forward and coming to fruition finally
2: and that's how you know someone really loves Disney too is because you you want to work around booking other people's trips like I used to do the same thing just for fun not because I got paid to do it I used to do it because I just enjoyed booking it's like I felt like like I would live vicariously through other people's trips by booking it and by the end of that I'd be booking my own just because I, well, I can't miss out so i'd end up you know booking my own you know i i guess i was like uh I was too close to the supply, as they say, and I couldn't help it. I just, you know, <laughs> but um, but yeah, dude, to have, a, to have a Disney travel expert so close to us to bring to our listeners, uh, it was really important to us. I think when we all kind of had the idea and spoke about it, it was something that it just made sense to bring a full-time sponsor on that dealt with any questions that listeners might have as far as booking travel, because it can get confusing. It That's can cool. get confusing. And they're you offer, out. yeah, and your service is free, correct? That's correct. Yeah. You not know, so, charge anything directly to any customer's. For anything we do. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's a no-brainer, especially again, there's always some type of special sale that's coming out that not everybody's going to be privy to, but yeah. you, you will. And you can answer those questions and you can say, hey, by the way, if you do this, this, and this, this is some kind of, this is an option for you. This is a sale you could get. People don't even know to look for some of these things, and you and you can just basically put it right in front of them.
6: You know, you got Disney the way that it is, complicated and always changing, and then you throw in the the pandemic with COVID going on that further complicates things and makes issues. So it's nice to be able to have somebody like us where we can kind of guide our our guests into um, better decisions to make their vacations even that more memorable within the guidelines that we have to deal with right now with
2: everything going on. So, so let me ask you, what made you want to be a Disney travel planner? Like, what was what was it about it that you said, you know what, I want to do that? I want to I want to book Disney trips with people. Like what was it for you? It's kind of funny
6: that you talked in the introduction about, you know, your experience with that. And it's mine has been almost a mirror image of that. So you know, growing up, Disney's always been a huge part of my life with, uh, with my family and everything like that. And as I kind of got older and more settled into life, you know, I find myself planning my family's vacations. And then, uh, you know, my parents, my sisters, close friends, when they are all traveling down to Disney, they're calling me on the phone, asking me to help them. And and that just kind of led into the idea of getting involved with the, the business side of it and, and trying to help more people that way.
2: So what's some stuff that we can look forward to? Like, uh, what's, what's going on in Disney traveling? Is there anything that we can look forward to that's coming up soon any reason to wind up to book a trip a trip in the next you know in the near future what do we got going on? Well, I mean, I, personally, I think there's always
6: good reasons to book the uh, trip down to Disney just from the, the pure excitement from it. A lot of people have reservations with everything going on with the pandemic that, you know, there there's some anxiety and some fears going down, which rightfully so for a lot of people. And I still feel like a lot of people need to or, or want to get out of the, the house and, and begin traveling again. It's been such a long, prolonged thing. So that, that right there has a, been a, a key excitement factor for a lot of people when we talk to them wanting to book and get away, even if it's for a short amount of time instead of a full length stay. Of course, we have the the flower and garden festival is going to be coming up soon. So for last minute trips that people want to start booking and looking into, uh, you know, early spring and the summer vacations, um, that's always key. They also really released a, a special Guests who had stayed at the Grand Floridian prior. So, for any individuals that had prior stays at the Grand Floridian, um, Disney had released special discounts just for them, and a, a way to try to entice them to come back and, and have another stay at the Grand Floridian. So that's uh, the, the deal is kind of kept hush hush as far as what that entails, and specific people that receive that email. Are encouraged to reach out to us and we can help them plan their next vacation let them know what that offer actually entails with that i know uh as far as disneyland that's obviously been a, a sore spot for a lot of the hardcore disneyland fans going through everything that they have there um but coming up soon uh starting in march 18th through fe- uh april 5th i believe it is they're going to be doing a little program to get people back in the parks they're going to be able to uh get in there, do some shopping, eat at some of the restaurants. And unfortunately, the rides won't be open and available for people, but it's going to be a ticketed event that will help people kind of get back into the magic of things over there on the West Coast, which is pretty exciting to see it go in that direction.
2: Definitely, definitely. Now, have
6: you been to Disney since the pandemic started? I unfortunately have not. My my family and I, so I actually got married back in 2019. So the last time that I was actually physically in Disney was just before that. Mm. Uh, We had a trip planned back in April of last year when the pandemic hit. So in my family, we have some uh, some health conditions which make it a little bit trickier for us to actually try to plan a family vacation down there. So for us personally, we've been pushing that off just for the, the general well being of, of our family. Um, so I haven't been down there yet since then.
2: Cool. Well, I mean, I, I can't wait to have you down there, man. I'm you know, yeah. I'll see you down there soon. Hopefully one day, you know. Absolutely. We'll and uh, and we'll ride Space Mountain together or something. I don't know. Yeah. S- sounds good to me you know holding hands down mainstream <laughs> yeah you know, not my arm for that one that's for sure <laughs> but um yeah it, again it, it's got to be such a cool thing to just constantly be just working around disney i mean like we do the podcast every week and i know like the day the podcast comes up it's like it's hard work you know these podcasts are not easy but even just just the fact that there it's a, a revolves around revolves around disney is what kind of i think brings joy to all of us just doing this so i know what it's like to be around the whole the whole disney thing and, and just really want to kind of um submerse yourself around it and just be part of it. And that's that's exactly what you do. And you help and you help bring joy and memories to people. And that's cool. Absolutely.
1: I, Another I thing love- I like yeah. is when we first started going using Disney planners is that, you know, a lot of people it gets hectic in their life, even if they're planning the trip and it's kind of a almost plan and kind of don't go to it for a while. But right. the planner tends to be able to kind of babysit that for them correct, Brian? And if things come up, and a lot of times things come up that can adjust your package or adjust deals or opportunities, and usually the planner is on top of that and really comes through for the for the couple or the family.
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, I think, something we can all agree on is, is time is valuable. You can't ever get time back. So for you know busy families or busy career-minded individuals that are looking to plan vacations that might not necessarily have the time to stay up on things like you said, um, we're a great resource for doing that so one of the the things that we like to do is we'll continually monitor your vacation package so if you booked with us six months ago we'll continually keep checking for any kind of better pricing on your package if there's a new deal that's released that would improve the benefit to your overall vacation experience we'll we'll Price that out, not we won't wait until you're um till you prompt us to do it. We'll take that proactive step to try to make sure we're getting you the best outcome for your trip. So, you know, if in the future they bring back the Disney dining plan to some guests and that turns out to be a cheaper, better option, giving them more bang for their buck, that's something that we'll then approach our clients with we'll them a phone call or email, whatever whatever their preference is and let them know, hey, we have this available. If you're interested, we can switch it and there's no extra cost or anything like that associated with our proactive measures. It's all all included in Our our free um, experience that we offer—it's
2: a no-brainer to me. It really is. It really is. Like, like, why? I mean, it just makes sense. If you're going to book a trip, and no charge—it's no, it's free. It doesn't cost you anything, and you—you'll only save money because, like Brian said, there's going to become stuff that they, they change specials up all the time. They got new things they run, new promotions they run all the time. You're gonna miss it just because you're gonna get so many emails. You're gonna miss it. Brian is gonna get you every little deal that comes up. It's a no-brainer. I don't. It, it makes no sense to not use Maskell Travels by Brian. It doesn't. It just doesn't make any sense not to. And one of the
6: nice benefits that we have too with our our company, so uh, we operate under under the. General scope of a host agency magical travel. Um, so there's there's a group of us that that are employed together that um, bounce ideas off. And so if something does fall between the cracks where one one agent misses something, we're all there to support each other. And you know, hey, this is going on. We're in constant communication with each other. So that's when things happen, we're not going to miss the opportunity to save you money or to better enhance your actual vacation experience.
2: Cool. So so Brian, let's uh, let's ask you a few. Uh a few Disney Disney questions, a little, uh, little uh, rapid fire Disney, 10 shots. All right. Sure. Let's do it. Let's see. Favorite Disney character. Pluto. Okay, oh. cool. That's
0: Ooh.
2: favorite Disney movie. Um, if you go total favorite
6: Disney movie, um, I have to go with the mighty ducks, which I know that's completely far <laughs> out there. Um, <laughs> My my thing and my experience in life has always just been memories. And that's just one of those Disney movies that's always stuck with me, even to adulthood. Um, If you go on the animated side, then I would have to go with Frozen.
2: And are you excited for the new show? Gordon Bob Bay is coming back. He's refreezing his... Uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm
6: looking forward to it. I, uh, I'm i not sure when the actual release date is on it, but I heard that that's going to be making the comeback. And I, I'm super excited to see how that, that presents and, and what that's going to entail.
2: It's the end of March. I'm pretty sure it's the end of March. It's with uh, Emilio Estevez, obviously reprising his role as Gordon Bombay. Uh, Lauren Graham, I believe, is on it, and then I don't know who else. And I, I, if I if I heard correctly, don't quote me on it. I think the Mighty Ducks are the bad guys now, though. Oh no! I hate that. I <laughs> think they become yeah. like. I think they're like. What was the original team? The bad guys in the original was it the Hawks? They the, were the Hawks,
6: Haw- the original,
2: yeah. I think if I if I if I heard correctly, I think the Mighty Ducks kind of got like elite, and now they're like the mean guys. If, if I if I understood the premise of the new show, and yeah, it's about yeah, it's about a kid that gets cut from the Ducks, and they start like their own ragtag team. How the Mighty Ducks really were in back in the original movie. So very cool. Uh, so it should be pretty fun. All right. So favorite Disney park? Uh, for me that's Epcot. Mine too. I think it's is it Stephanie's favorite? Oh,
4: that's absolutely! <laughs> that's, that's,
2: she knows it upside upside. Five down.
4: days in a row, whole vacation.
2: Oh, you're fibbing. We know it's Magic Kingdom. It's so. not that we don't like it. We're we're late bloomers to Epcot.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they
2: they they immerse themselves in the magic, and that's why they love Magic Kingdom. So I can appreciate that at least. Thank so. you. Can't fault them for that though. Yeah, no, you can't. You definitely can't. Right. Favorite snack? Uh churros. Okay. Favorite resort for me, that's the Beach Club. Favorite restaurant, uh, at Ohana for breakfast. What about for dinner? Ooh, for dinner, um,
6: I would probably have to go with California Grill just for the ambiance of it.
2: Oh yeah, it's it's that's, that's, that's another level. Yeah. That is another level. Me and me and Dan, me and Dan, me and you got to go there and watch the the, the fireworks, man. Like it.
4: Like, and I can't be there.
2: No, just me and I've Dan.
4: I've been to California Grill.
2: Well, wow. we can invite you. We can invite you on another time. Oh, yeah. okay,
4: thanks, thanks, guys. Yeah. Tiffany and I will go there. Yeah, yeah.
2: Okay, do whatever you want. That's <laughs> yeah.
4: <good.
2: laughs> yeah, yeah. Me, Brad, me, me, Brad and Dan. to be a dudes' night out. And then Brian, come on down, Brian. You coming too? Only if we can do a homecoming photo or something afterwards. We have to, of course.
6: (laughs) Favorite ride or attraction? Um, For me, that would be Big Thunder Mountain.
2: Nice.
6: Favorite villain? That is a good one. I would go for me for that would be uh, Scar from Lion King.
2: Okay, so non-Disney question. Favorite non-Disney place to travel?
6: That is uh, Negril, Jamaica. So my wife and I actually did a destination wedding down Mm -hmm. there. um, And then... Had family come down and everything, did the whole wedding thing. And then after that was done, we transported to a different resort that was still down in the grill and did the honeymoon portion down there and just absolutely
2: fell in love with it. Oh, very cool. All right. Last question. You ready? Yeah. Favorite Disney podcast? Oh, this one, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was an easy one. Yeah, absolutely. Woo. All right, and then actually, I got, I got two more questions. One is oh, one is go. the one is the uh, the extra credit, as we say. <laughs> what does Disney mean to you? Um, for me, Disney
6: growing up is is the magic of it, but it's it's all about memories. Some of the the best memories that I've ever had and that I can recall all started with vacationing down with my family down in Disney and uh, being able to carry that on with my daughter and my family and step foot back in the parks and be able to remember certain things that happened almost it's kind of weird that you can almost feel like a closeness. Like I remember being down visiting with my grandparents all the time when I was younger. And I can remember having conversations with my grandfather when he was still alive, but going back there, you almost feel like a a closeness and a bond back there again. And to me, that's, it's, it's just the memories and the magic that that brings back for me.
2: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's that's it's that's what that's what Disney is, man. Uh, one last question. Here comes a dad joke. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't think that's not so. true. This is a legitimate question, Dan. I think
4: he's gonna ease him into that.
2: Yeah, that's I don't just I don't just do it dad quick dad jokes all the time. Yeah. And I don't just spring them up out of nowhere. And I don't do them this early for sure, Dan. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is actually a scientific question. I want to I want to <laughs> know what Brian thinks. What cheese to you, Brian, would be the loneliest cheese? Uh, I don't know. Provolone. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Very nice.
0: Sorry. I love yeah. the new yeah.
1: delivery style of Gene. He'll ask the question and then
6: get right in. Yeah, you know what? I'm I'm honored that you uh you pulled that one out on me though. That's, that's <laughs>
4: that was a Brian, nice, funny one.
2: It was a good one. You, Brian, Brian told me the only reason why he listens to the podcast in the first place is because the dad jokes, Dan. Oh. <gasps> the large part of the <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I've been uh, watching The Muppet Show since it came on to Disney Plus, and I didn't quite realize that Ralph the dog was occasionally such a joker. And he was laying down some jokes, especially in the surgery. He was a class act, just like Eugene. Mm-hmm.
4: Just I
2: appreciate that, that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Me, me and Ralph, is it, is it, it's Ralph or Ralph? It's Ralph, isn't it? Ralph. Ralph. Yeah. Ralph. Ralph. Like Ralph, right? That's oh. what I always thought it was. Yeah. Like, oh, he's a, he's he might be one of the more underrated Muppet yeah. characters, man.
4: I agree. Awesome kind
2: of- Anyway, that that dad joke is for Brian.
4: Oh, so Brian, grateful. you are lucky.
2: Brian, welcome to, welcome to the family. Not everybody gets a dad joke dedicated to them their first day on. I'm, I'm honored. You Thank did. you. Welcome aboard, man. We're, we're so glad to have you as part of the, the team and the family, like I said. No, usually, uh, you know, we spoke about you usually will be joining us at least once a month, depending on what's going on with Disney travel. So uh, everyone can expect to hear from you, you know, a lot more often. You'll be on probably about once a month or so. Uh, Also, anytime, uh, if you're not going to be on, if you have any info, you'll let us know. We can let everybody know and, and let them know where to reach you. Speaking of where to reach you, in the meantime, why don't you let everybody know where they can get to you? The email address, the website, phone numbers, everything. Yeah, sure. Uh, So we have a Facebook
6: page. You can just uh, search us up Magical Travel by Brian on Facebook. Um, We also have an Instagram account that we use. It's going to be Magical Travel underscore by underscore Brian. Um, You can reach out to us at email. It's brian at MagicalTravel.com or by phone at one 800 883 one five three five extension fifty five, or you can reach out directly to my personal cell phone. It's going to be seven one six for the area code nine eight three two six three seven.
2: That might have been a little dangerous, given your personal number. I one
6: of the park, so you can get yeah. the direct line. So,
2: no, we have we have some phenomenal listeners. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so you, I, you know, very cool. They've they've always been very supportive of us. So I'm sure they'll be very supportive of you, <laughs> and. Um, yeah, Dan is probably the one you didn't want having that number because I know what it's like for Dan to have your number and it's a lot is of... In there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, ex- I'm excited by that. I'm I'm still kind of almost a little
6: starstruck here, guys.
2: Listen, you know you made it when you get a crank call from Dan at three in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Um, so, Are you going to stick around with us for a little bit or uh, do you got to head out? Yeah, I'm going to try to stick around for as long as I can and then if I have
6: to head out a little early. I might have to jet, but... All
2: right, cool. All right. So stick around for a little bit. So maybe you have a little input on some of the other stuff we're gonna be talking about. We are gonna get into some of our news right now. Uh let's get into some Disney news. And if you have something to say, you want to interject, Brian, or, or if if Dan's reading some of the reports or even Brad's reading some of the reports and they're and they're just wrong, you can just you, you can <laughs> you can point it out. Just don't pick on our, our, our Stephanie and our Tiffany. They're okay, the only but, Thanks, but Brian. It's open season on Dan and Brad. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. But thank,
6: yes, thank you to all of you. I, I just want to just say again, like I really appreciate the... Uh the opportunity to come on your show and love what you guys have been doing so far with everything, really great job, and I look forward to getting to know you guys a little bit better and be a part of this.
2: Oh, we're, we're so glad to have you, and like you know, and yeah. and, and not everybody else knows that I have been letting them in on it a little bit each week. But me and you know, we started. I think we first started talking about like like I said two months ago. So I feel like I got a pretty good inclination of Brian. And Brian is for anyone out there, Brian is a big time Disney fan, Disney lover. So you know he's going to put his heart into it because he loves Disney himself. And just like I said, just from talking to for the last couple of months, I can I completely vouch for for Brian as a uh, as a, as a travel rep. So um, you would be doing yourself a very big disservice if you are going to try to book it through somebody else or even book it yourself. Trust Brian; he knows what he's doing, and he is a good a good dude to boot. So um, I'm honored to have you as part of the team. I'm sure everybody else feels the same way. So you know, welcome aboard. Thank you. All right. So without further ado, you know what, Dan, take I'm the news. <laughs> Well, first up in Disney news, Disney has announced that
1: the new lighting that is coming to the exterior of Spaceship Earth for Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary celebration will actually be a permanent addition to the park. Disney Imagineer Zach Ridley discussed the new lighting by saying, Spaceship Earth is a unique structure recognized around the world. To honor this idea, our Imagineers have created custom lighting features that literally emerge from her unique architecture. These features will shine across Spaceship Earth's silver panels and connect with one another, resembling shimmering stars in a nighttime sky. That's so cool. Wow. Very cool. Yeah, it is very cool. They kind of got this whole shimmering overlay for the 50th because all the Mm. icons are supposed to have their own kind of little thing. Like Tower of Terror is going to be a kind of glitter. Fireflies like outside the Animal Kingdom tree. Oh, I didn't
4: know that. Yeah.
1: So there's a little touch to each one to kind of pull it all in. So that'll be cool to see.
5: Cute. Yeah. Yeah, I
1: like it.
5: So These are projections, right?
2: That's what I thought. I'm pretty sure.
5: I I think with the new castle, the way that it's painted, it takes on the projections really, really well. Like the Christmas projections were so vivid. And I think it's because of the paint that they did. It's like reflective or something that it reflects the light stronger, I believe. I have Mm -hmm. noticed that, but it's a bit shimmery. Yeah. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if these are projections Uh, on the castle. I
3: don't know the way it sounds written. It sounds like technology is going to emerge from the architecture yeah it sounds a little different i mean i'm really
1: excited to see yeah it totally fits you know
3: yeah
5: Yeah, it says in the that it's going to be permanent.
1: Yeah, was was kind of a surprise announcement. You know, we knew this was going to be a thing for the fiftieth. You know, at the parks, Mm -hmm. but this kind of came out of nowhere, which is pretty cool. I mean, Mm -hmm. now that they got the the kind of sculpture out there, now the monument piece. Oh
2: yeah, and now
1: this, it's like really stepping
2: it up for Spaceship Earth. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I I mean, I'm a I'm a huge Spaceship Earth fan. I think it's one of the more beautiful. Edifices. I don't know. What's what would yeah. you call it in, in all of Disney? I good just love word. it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I got to I oh, got trying to make up for yeah, it now. <laughs> good speech, Jean. I have, I use good words all the time. Edifice <laughs> egregious.
4: Right. Ooh, that's they all
2: and good an one. S. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. All right. It, well, they sound made up, but they're real words.
1: This is kind of a interesting piece of news here, Stephanie. What? A new series is being created for Disney Plus that will tell the stories of all the fictionalized characters that exist in queue of your favorite Disney World attractions, <gasps> such as the Haunted Mansion and <gasps> the Jungle Cruise. The fir- are you excited at all? Yes. So, the first project that will be worked on in the new Magic Kingdom universe is the Society of Explorers and Adventurers, which oh is set goodness. in a world. Exciting! she said oh my goodness she's oh,
0: cool. I, yeah
1: everyone's excited about this this is all awesome. everyone oh, cool. hold your containment until the news <laughs> has been
2: read let okay. me contain your okay. excitement the
0: first one's
4: so exciting So ex- okay sorry dan okay we're done
1: <laughs> the first project that will be worked on in the new magic kingdom universe is the society of explorers and adventurers which is set in a world where all the theme lands and characters of the disney parks and classic films actually exist in another reality. Mm. The new series will be written and executive produced by Ron Moore, who also created and wrote the series for All Mankind. Mm. Super yeah. cool. And I thought of Brad right away. Like, he would be totally Internet. excited about this.
5: That's funny. <laughs> it yeah, it no, really
1: it, extends off that new news of the Jungle Cruise and the whole mm-hmm. story. It's like, I love that they're really diving into this. This was a big favorite for my friend, Grant, who always goes to Tokyo, because that was, I believe, the first park that the society actually kind of was put in to the actual park. Because didn't oh, it stem from Pleasure Island in Disney Springs initially? That's oh. where the Adventure Club started.
5: Oh, yeah, the, the Adventure Club was over there. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's where it kind of originated, I think. Oh, yeah.
4: I didn't know that. But,
5: but it's so cool that all
1: these... Yeah. Crazy, yeah. weird characters. And you know what is cool also about this is what we were talking all the time about cues. I think Joey's the big fan of uh, Everest, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well,
2: yeah, I was, and he stole my answer. Yeah, so <sighs> we so oh, we, we said. Um,
1: but now I think it's going to create more of an interest for a lot of people that weren't really into that world
2: and just create this mm-hmm. su- super cool discovery. It's going to be like almost like an infomercial for these individual rides. It's going to be something that's going to make you want to say, hey, you know what? I want to go on, even if you've been on the ride a million times, having this new kind of, it's like a little mini movie about the ride. So it's going to be like, it's going to build up that intrigue, I think, for each ride again. And, you know, and I wonder if they came up with this idea originally at the same time they decided to redo the theming, not not redo the theming, I shouldn't say that, but add to the theming on jungle cruise. Maybe it was kind of in conjunction with it. Say, Hey, you know, we're going to do this series. Why don't we put a little bit more story into it and, you know, make well, it. A little-
1: apparently there's been a big push for this for, Dis- from Disney fans for a long time.
2: I love the idea because there's a big yeah, too.
1: kind of cult based out of those different stories and characters that surround these parks. And the yeah. art style is awesome.
2: Yeah. I haven't seen it. It's
1: that total haunted mansion queue jungle cruise. You know, I think we all love that style. Mm-hmm. They're all just really like, um, the paintings in the haunted mansion, that kind yeah. of yeah, yeah, yeah. Style. It's really cool.
2: Yeah. It's it's I think it's gonna be a hit on. I mean, Disney Plus always I mean, everything they put out is I mean, like look at content after content after content. All well, the yes. original program is like just it's it's almost like this, it's almost like it's impossible to fail. But this one to me, I think is just like I said, it's gonna make people want to get back to the parks if they haven't been to the mm-hmm. park yet. And what a lane you know to open. For, yeah. For, right. And the thing that's
1: cool about this is these characters are all over different parks. You know, there's Phantom Manor and Tokyo, that's Se- true. you know, Disney Sea. Like these are all over. So true. it's finally this weird connection with all these parks. It's so really-
4: maybe they'll put the hat box ghost in this. <gasps>
1: that would be awesome.
4: They should.
1: You never know. Well, that would be awesome. Know
4: something and no, you're not but
1: it? it's usually not as common characters like that.
2: Right. I was I, I took a look at a lot of the the rides that they were or the attractions that they were doing and I wasn't surprised that they didn't have the specific attraction because I know that's not probably gonna be a lot much longer. is the country bears not doing a backstory for country oh. bears. Oh. They oh. figured, well, why bother? It's only got, you know, Gee, we're not going to keep no. around much longer. So, so we're well, we cool. waste our time okay, with you,
0: Brian.
3: Ian and Stephanie, this Thursday, we oh. do Country Bears on uh, this day in
1: Disney, and we plug you hard. Oh, <laughs> so
3: oh check
0: that? it out.
1: Interesting.
0: Yay! Yeah.
1: Sweet. Yeah, we're friends with these losers who won't stop
4: talking about <laughs> Country Bears. <laughs> we had to do our segment on well, Country Bears.
2: That's awesome. Bears.
4: Thanks, you guys. Oh, so exciting. Yeah.
2: And you know, in a, in a few years, they could do the this thing at Disney when they finally close the Country Bears. Oh, go. oh, oh
4: my God. gosh. So terrible, good, I just—I
2: oh like, like—I like—I like pushing Dan around about about the country bears because <laughs> he likes to tease me, and that's just how I get him back. Well, at least yeah, you have
1: one thinking. thing, and I have so many that I can that's choose true. from about Gene. That's true. <laughs> I'm surprised you have enough time to be on the podcast tonight without having to get rid of a lot of produce out in your yard.
2: <laughs> oh, I took care of that when there's was daylight. Yeah, I fed the uh, the strays out out front. I see get, Yeah. The, uh, yeah, everyone's fed. Yeah, it's, it's good. Right. Everybody's fed. I took care of that first thing.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, changing gears here. Okay. Ranger, who is the baby white rhino that was born in October at oh. Disney's Animal Kingdom, has now joined the Savannah with his mother, Kendi. You can see him while riding the Kilimanjaro Safari attraction. Ranger is actually the first calf to join the herd there in five years. So his birth and now appearance on the Savannah is quite the news for the park.
4: Aww. That's
2: pretty,
1: pretty awesome. cute, too. Yeah. Oh,
4: that's so happy. I
0: love Ranger. That stuff.
2: You know, and you know me with animals, man. That's like, I love it. Yep. I love it. I can't wait to feed him produce.
0: Oh, my God. You think they'll let me bring <laughs> in, like, you know, <laughs> <laughs>
2: cucumbers or anything? Guest feeders, and you can. I brought my own. I brought my own. <laughs> Come here, Ranger. I got cat food. <laughs> I'll bring the Meow Mix.
1: People are getting busted for all kinds of stuff at the gate, but Gene's getting busted for like bushels of
2: apples. <laughs> I just love the animals, man.
4: <laughs> a pocket of quinoa or something.
2: I, 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 you know, I stay at the boardwalk a lot, as everybody knows, and Dan likes to make fun of me for. And there's always the, the birds and the ducks always kind of come when you're eating breakfast over by the, the boardwalk bakery. And I used to always kind of give them a piece of my croissant. Like, you know, I, they end up eating half the croissant more than even more than I do. And once I and usually and nobody nobody really complains. Right. Like, who's going to say you stop feeding the birds like like, a you know, like a regular a guest. And I remember um, it was it wasn't the last time I was there it was probably I guess it was like over a year ago. Some lady literally snapped at me for feeding birds. I'm sorry. Yeah, it hurt my family. I was like, they're just birds, lady.
4: Okay, well. I
2: said, hi, I was raised by birds.
0: Was she security? (laughs) No,
2: she was a guest. (gasps) She was a guest. She goes, you know, you're not supposed to feed the birds. There's signs everywhere. That's exactly... That's a quote. You're not supposed you to feed the bird. Poppins a bag.
4: Right. You <laughs> just said,
2: I don't talk to strangers. <laughs> I said, I was like, lady, you're in the wrong place if you have a problem feeding animals. I was like, because every Disney movie is based on the princesses feeding an animal. True. Except the ducks but, on Main Street. Okay, that's what I was going to say.
4: Can you... Can you hold back from feeding the ducks? I we can't. Can, I can't either. <laughs> I can't either. Dan gets so nervous that we're going to get busted. I try to pretend like I dropped a crumb.
2: You, you, you know, the, 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 where the, like the yellow tables with the umbrellas are like right off of main yes. street, like right at that first yes. corner. And there's, they always come over there, the ducks and I'm you constantly, know? I feel, you know, I'm always feeding them right there.
3: When I was six years old, I was feeding some ducks like by a roadside and they started swarming me and I moved <laughs> into the street and they surrounded me
2: and I held up traffic for like 12 to 15 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> oh my God. It was they was shaking you down for the breadcrumbs, man. Yeah, it was traumatic for a six-year-old. Like, I mean, I, I no, know. I could have. Yeah, that could be traumatic
4: a for an adult.
2: Yeah, that's funny. All right, Dan, what else we got, man? Well, a
1: nonprofit organization in Kansas City called Thank You Walt Disney is leading an effort to turn Walt Disney's original animation studio on 31st and True Streets into a museum. <gasps> Yeah. Yes. Dan cool. Vietz, I'm sorry, I can't confirm that name pronunciation. Sorry, Dan. From the nonprofit said, it's going to be a great educational resource for people who want to learn more about Waltz years in a Kansas City. Should probably just be Kansas City, but. Mm-hmm. Vietz also announced two new grants totaling just over $300,000, which will be used to spruce up the old laugh building where Disney conceived of the idea for Mickey Mouse. Wow. Now this is That's super awesome. cool, not wow. only because of the general concept but this would be hittable when you're going to Marceline yes, it as well
0: Would <clears throat> <clears throat>
1: they don't really give any kind of dates that I saw though for like projections but it's this crazy built out quad kind of outline for what they want to do they like they want to have k through 12 students in there oh wow they want to have one section be the museum then kind of a shop and cafe area like it's gonna be major how, how far away do we know
2: how far away it is from marceline i didn't look i was gonna look tonight i had i didn't i, I want to find I out would- yeah Cause that, that would be like an awesome little trip. Just like, you yes. know, to set up going I've, to yeah, not bad. Marceline and, and, uh, and this, if you could do more like mm-hmm. in the same little trip, that'd be cool. And yeah. that's good
4: for Marceline because they, yeah. they would, they would welcome the business is what I'll say. <laughs> well,
2: really you guys good. have some funny videos from Marceline.
4: We do. We love Marceline. Well, I've only been there once.
2: But I'm <laughs> saying, but you that. have a funny video from Marceline. I remember.
4: We do. We yeah. We take some photos at the photo yeah. wall.
2: Oh, that's right. I
4: dressed up as a uh, Disney photo passer. Yeah, from like the nineteen forties.
1: That'll tell she's them that the part. Main
4: Street <laughs> photographer. I yeah. wore white knickers for Sheesh. that in the heat. I I looked just. I looked just like the Dis- the Main Street photo pass people.
2: <laughs> and your subject that you were taking photos looked very confused. Dan. Extremely
4: confused.
2: That but might, yeah he
4: didn't quite get the how uh, yeah he
2: wasn't he wasn't really he wasn't really playing along he not really feeling it but yeah. we,
4: we got him in there he got some good photos
1: cool all we, right i have one more piece of news here on my side that i have to say spoiler alert for anyone that's not caught up on wandavision or that's been living under a rock lately in the news because it's all over the place believe it or not me and stephanie are caught up God,
2: can you so if it? you haven't caught up Maybe take the headphones off for 30 seconds.
1: It's not a huge, well, it is kind of huge, right? Agatha um, All Along from WandaVision is now streaming on Spotify and iTunes. Marvel fans have been humming and singing this catchy number since the premiere of episode seven of WandaVision on Disney+. Plus. Frozen composers Kristen Anderson Lopez and Robert Lopez are responsible for the creation of Agatha All Along, as well as the various theme songs from WandaVision, which explains why we can't get these songs out of our heads. Mm-hmm. Marvel Studios and Disney have made the new tune available on various music streaming services such as spotify pandora and apple music pretty crazy so
4: crazy and yeah.
1: it was posted shortly after i believe the episode and which irritated people because of yeah being behind a little Why? bit oh because the song right. i'm not gonna talk about anymore really yes. is basically the reveal you know
2: but to be fair i think we all kind of knew that she was Sinister, like, I mean, if you're paying attention, you're following along, you kind of knew it's not a big I don't like to me, it wasn't a huge shock when I like, guess, first of all, every like uh, conspiracy theory about Division you find online always pointed to to Agnes being being who she was. Agatha. I thought, yeah, Agatha. Oh, Harkness. Yeah. So <laughs> so everybody kind of I think everybody kind of already had a feeling it was just when was the reveal going to happen? and um so i don't think i was- don't know i
1: disagree because people like me and stephanie who you know are getting into marvel you know as of late of a couple years ago i don't look at any of that stuff because i don't want to know i'll look at that conspiracy theory on movies and whatnot after I see yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. Cause that's interesting or the mm-hmm. ending of a movie, but I wasn't a hundred percent sure this was going to happen. Yeah, really? I, I,
2: I kind of just, I had a feeling that it was going to, now I'm also to be fair. I'm also, I don't mind spoilers. My, my thing is if it's a good movie or if it's a good, if it's a good film or a good show, I'll watch it. Even if I know the ending, the outcome sometimes just because if the pro if the process is good if the journey is good i'm still going to want to i don't really mind knowing sometimes but to be fair yeah there are sometimes i'm like i don't even want to know i want to be surprised this is one of the ones where i don't i don't to me it didn't really it didn't i was going to watch it anyway i was kind of cool with knowing if i did know but there are things where I don't want to know. I'll, I'll, I'll That is fair.
5: I don't think this is the big reveal.
2: Yeah, I think there's going to be even more stuff that comes in. Yeah. And but
5: almost, so
2: far, I feel it is. Yes.
5: But I'm just saying almost and, it would be more shocking if she wasn't behind some stuff in mm-hmm. the show like storyline-wise. Yeah. Story but I still, th- I think there's enough coming that, that they were willing to put this out there because it just seems more obvious in the show the way she's always kind of conniving and...
2: Mm-hmm. in mean, every clue <laughs> (laughs) She's always there. She's always there, like in convenient times, like the dog. And then the
4: dog was kind of a giveaway, I thought, looking back on on it. Yeah. Yeah,
2: But yeah, I do. I agree. I think there's going to be something else to this show. I think there's going to be some more surprises because that's just what, you know, they're, you know, good storytellers always have you like guessing what's next. And they're, let's face it, you're not going to find too much of a better storyteller than in the world of Disney. With well, and, like so well there's going to be some other stuff.
3: Yeah, I saw this week that apparently there's going to be some crossover from uh, WandaVision to the next Spider-Man. So
2: Which would be awesome.
5: Yeah. But what what's really cool is Lou Mangello created a Facebook page for people who want spoilers. And I I have joined up on that page for sure. Ooh. It's a lot of fun and people talk about all their speculations on there. Mm-hmm. And he's gonna keep it going for like future, you know, Marvel shows. So if you like to talk about spoilers, then yeah,
2: head over, go see oh, Lou. And yeah. and Lou is obviously on top of his as we like to call him the the pod father as Stephanie coined yep. that phrase. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's the, you know, he's, he's our babe Ruth really when it comes to Disney podcasts. So.
5: I just thought um, it was nice. It's like therapy for me to be able to go in there and see people speculating <laughs> stuff. Cause you can't talk about it. Totally. You know, right. You saw like Endgame, you can't talk about it. I want to talk about it, so you can go talk about it. It's so a safe spot.
2: So did, you see, did you ever see that clip when they were doing an interview for Endgame and it was uh Don Cheadle and um Mark, Mark Ruffalo and they were doing an interview and he Mark Ruffalo kind of gives a little bit away and Don Cheadle looks at him, he's like, are You kidding me, man? Like, yeah, he actually was <laughs> really he was actually legitimately mad, like, Yo, what are you doing, dude? Like, you can't say that, like, he was upset, like, and it wasn't even like he gave away that much, it was like really. Like really nothing really, but Don Cheadle looked at (laughs) it with such disgust. He says, "What are you doing, dude?" Mark
5: Ruffalo doesn't even
2: care. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo is awesome. I love Mark Ruffalo.
1: The reason I don't like it is, you know, with all your favorite shows and and movies, you always get one chance to Mm. experience that the first time, and so many times you'll say, "Man, I wish I could go back and see that for the first time again." That was just magic. Like The Mandalorian, I really felt like going through that. I just loved it so much that i really didn't want to know anything and as far as the reveal i'm not saying it's the only reveal coming or possibly the biggest
2: one mm-hmm. but so far it was pretty major yeah i'm, I'm kind of curious if wanda vision will lead to another series of, of marvel movies somehow at, at the end because we're obviously we're, we're getting introduced oh, to new so. marvel characters the twins uh agnes mm-hmm. agatha agatha Hark- harkness is in it now um who, who i think that's a i think they did a great job with the with casting on that with Catherine Hahn. she plays that role really well i think she She's awesome mm-hmm. in her role. So, um, you know, we're, we're getting so I'm introduced. Not sure
0: the, about
5: what's going on with Quicksilver. Yeah.
2: yeah. So, Quicksilver. I mean, we're, we're getting.
5: Quicksilver, we don't know.
2: Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff, I think, that we're getting um, new characters that could lead to a whole nother series of, of Marvel movies with, with new characters. And hopefully um, just it helps prolong the, the Marvel Universe. You know, losing a, a, an Iron Man and a Captain America a so that's a tough that's a tough hit for any you know any like thinking about just not having those characters that's just a tough hit for a franchise to take two of your biggest pieces and you got to kind of carry on it and, and and create these new characters it's gonna be tough to replicate the popularity of those characters but um hopefully they can because i th- think that there's enough story to tell hopefully just they tell it well but all right um Let's move along. Steph, what do you got in the news? Actually, wait. Yeah, that's it, right, Dan? Yeah. That's all you got. What what do you got, Steph?
4: I've got the Disney Junior Character Breakfast. We'll be returning (laughs) to Hollywood and Vine at Disney's Hollywood Studios starting on March 22nd. You will be able to take pictures of your favorite Disney Junior characters while enjoying a breakfast entree of all you can enjoy. Pancakes.
1: Oh, my
2: gosh. Your favorite. (laughs) Yum.
4: French toast stuffed with chocolate hazelnut spread. I'm assuming that's like Nutella. But oops. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, okay. Four egg omelet or scrambled or a plant based egg frittata. Reservations can be made on DisneyWorld.com starting on February 26th.
2: Wow. I love when the news turns to food, man.
4: <laughs> Me too. Walt Disney World has once again extended the refurbishment of the Tomorrowland, Transit, Authority, People Mover, and Magic Kingdom until April 3rd. The attraction originally closed back in early March prior to the covid-19 closures.
0: Or,
1: or.
4: Little getting a little worried.
1: It's fine. It's okay. not, nothing's going to be happening.
4: Can, Okay. Can,
2: can I say something though? Yes. I got my hand raised to help. I, is it me, or does I feel like every other episode we have a, another another story about how they're extending it?
4: Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say something to make me feel better.
2: No, I'm getting nervous too, Steph. You, oh, you know, okay. I love. Them. Okay,
4: yes, me too.
2: Like, why can't they just refurb the country bears?
4: Oh,
1: you know that's not anything you can joke about. Even it really
4: isn't. <laughs> there are just some things you don't joke
2: about. And That's country bears. And yes, country bears. I thought it was world hunger, but okay, country bears. <laughs>
4: Country (laughs) bear is way more important. Uh,
2: Let's preface by saying we were just joking, people.
4: We were just kidding.
2: (laughs) Definitely not mean that. I might want (laughs) to.
4: Disney oh has announced that legacy pass holders who are attending the special ticketed event being held at Disney California Adventures next month will have access to a special opportunity. So far, Disney has not said what the special opportunity will be, but we will keep an eye out for future announcements.
1: Mm-hmm. Any guesses? They better make it good with all the mystery surrounding it. Right. Yeah. I think they
4: will. Over at Paris, Disneyland Paris is still planning to reopen on April 2nd, 2021. But they have (laughs) announced that they will be canceling some of the events that were scheduled. So far, they have canceled Disneyland Paris Pride that was supposed to take place in June. Electroland that was supposed to take place July 2nd through the 4th, 2021 and Disney Paris Run Weekend that was supposed to take place September 24th through September 27th. These three events were also canceled in 2020 but let's hope they come back in 2022. That's some good confidations.
2: Real big. And and well in advance too. I mean, you know, July is still like six months away. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess, you know, obviously better safe than sorry. And even like when we have the Run Weekend is in September. Like I, I find I'm not saying it, it shouldn't be canceled. I'm not saying that it, th- there's not a reason to cancel it. But I just find it so mm-hmm. premature to cancel it now, unless they're just holding back because it, things take that long to really get them possibly. set up yeah. properly yeah. in the organization. Yeah. yeah.
4: I don't know. Does anyone know what Electroland is? It's an is?
3: electronic music like festival and parade. Okay. Maybe it's a rave. I'm not aware of that. Disney? A rave in Disney? Get <laughs> <laughs> oh, out
4: your fat pants, everybody. Get your glow sticks,
2: fat man. Pants. Why would you have fat pants at a reef?
4: That's, you guys, fat pants.
2: They're essential. What's, what's we wore pants?
4: those to our when we would, okay, I was a rave. You like MC Fats Hammer pants? For like a month, okay? No, fat I
2: know what pants, she's
4: talking about. Yeah, fat <laughs> pants.
2: I, to me, fat pants are the pants you wear when you know you're going to eat way too much and they got the elastic band. <laughs> That's fat pants to me.
3: Believe me, Thanksgiving.
2: I'm wearing fat pants. That's just what's going to happen. And then he's going to a rave. Well, I'm not going to. A, yeah, I don't go to raves in them though. I think I'm we'll going to a rave tonight. Everybody gets a glow yeah.
1: stick at uh, jeans for Thanksgiving dinner. Exactly. <laughs>
2: I'm
5: guessing they're not having the raves over there in New
2: York right now. Yeah. No, we're not. <laughs> Mm
5: -hmm. Oh my goodness. Okay,
2: what else? here we go. Let's go.
4: Here we go. Disney has been retelling their classic animated tales in live action formats, filming in various plot holes and going deeper into the characters. Some films, like Dumbo, have even gone through major transformation with only hints and nods towards their animated classics due to various levels of controversy among fans. Regardless of how fans feel about this... Disney obviously continues to remake the Disney classics with one of the upcoming titles as Pinocchio starring Tom Hanks as Geppetto and Luke Evans as the coachman. Luke Evans shared recently that Disney's live action Pinocchio will not be a direct translation of the animated film. Here's what Luke had to say recently, in quotes. "Well, I've always loved Pinocchio, it's a timeless story. It's a very old fairy tale or fable, whatever you want to call it. It has a very powerful message woven into the storyline, many that I think relate to young kids and young people. I think it will be anything like the iteration of Pinocchio that we've seen before. I'm truly excited to be a part of it. I'm very honored that Disney has chosen me to play another villain in the world of Disney. I'm surrounded by some very talented people, including Mr. Hanks. It's just a joy to think that I am in the same film as that legend. I'm very excited about it. Very
2: excited indeed. (laughs) That's such a Disney thing to say. Yes. I got to be honest. I love Luke Evans. I think he's a good actor. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to be able to see him as the coachman or am I going to just see Gaston again? I don't know. I feel like, I feel like, I feel, and again, to me, that's not really what coachman looks. I mean, Luke Evans is in good shape. Coachman wasn't, the coachman wasn't really like a great shape. He was kind of like an older guy.
4: He wasn't, but. I mean.
2: They could I feel like it's not really good. I mean, again, I, who am I to judge? I mean, I'm sure it's gonna come out fine. I just feel like it wasn't great casting. Mm. I mean, couldn't they get like maybe George Went or something to play the coachman? Like <laughs> Luke Evans? What? I think George well, Went needs th- a comeback, man. And this is this is the role I for I do him.
4: too. I do yeah. too. I think this is gonna be good.
2: You know what? Let's sort a petition that we want to have Luke Evans removed and George Went as the new coachman. Let's do it. I think we can do it,
1: guys. Now, this is what I'm going to say about this movie. Go ahead. Obviously, we don't have any details. Dumbo, I had some issues with. We had some, but I have confidence. That Tom Hanks is in this movie, I do. I think he's going to steer it in the right direction. I hope just because he's involved. I don't know mm-hmm. if he would. I mean, look at um, Polar Express. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping. I'm hoping that stays
2: true because this is a little scary, right, Stephanie? I'm
4: very scared about it. I didn't want to say that.
2: <laughs> I am too. Right. Listen, anything Tom Hanks is gold, does is gold, right? right. So I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be excellent. Again, I feel like 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 with Dumbo. I get why they took certain parts out, but why did you have to take Timothy Mouse out? I mean, right. Like, with CGI, you couldn't have put Timothy Mouse in there. I mean, I don't get why you couldn't have done that. I will you know? never you,
4: understand that. If
2: you wanted to make a more mouse than human mouse, then that's fine, too. But you, you, no representation at all is is just, I felt like, poor planning, especially with CGI. I mean, you made Lion King. You couldn't put a yeah. mouse in Dumbo. Nice. So um, I get, I, I'm i completely on board taking out the crows and doing stuff like, I, I'm completely on board with that. But the mouse, I thought, was... I don't know any, there's no explanation for it. So yeah, I I hope, and I see no reason why Pinocchio will be bad. I, again, and I like Luke Evans. I just, I feel like, I feel like once you start casting actors in villain roles numerous times, I just feel like that's where it gets a little, like, it gets a little, like, you're going to, I feel like I'm afraid I'm going to watch it and be like, it's Kastan to me. He's because he's, he's playing a, a villain and how much different can they make him look? You know, I mean.
4: A lot. I think I mean, it depends I, yeah, also on the delivery
2: yeah. and the voice mm-hmm. that he ends up having in it. Yeah, you're right. You're if right. I predict, like the
3: direction that they're gonna go. I imagine it'll be kind of like what they're doing with the force, where like maybe Pinocchio isn't the only puppet that becomes like real, and like maybe they'll focus on more with the wayward like circus kids and stuff like that, and have really a lot of drama there. So I hope that they keep Pinocchio unique. And don't like make all the puppets like be able to come alive. So yeah, I don't.
2: Weird. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that either. It'd
1: be interesting if they address Jiminy Cricket.
2: Mm. Oh, uh, if they don't put Jiminy Cricket, then well, look at Timothy Mouse. I, I didn't mean... even but, think. But of you know that. what? And and fair enough. But Jiminy Cricket is bigger than even Timothy Mouse. So. And I love to the story. Yeah,
4: I don't
1: know. Like, see, I'm kind of surprised in Dumbo if they were going to really, you know, change the movie. I thought maybe they had an option to make it a kid and his name would be Timothy and kind of take that role because that role with Dumbo is really essential in that movie. You know, and I really think it lacked that connection between those two characters so with mm, Jiminy I if do. he would were to be out of this movie the story would really have
5: well, to be it, different. Really, it depends on what they're using to base the film off of because if they're using the animated film Jiminy Cricket makes sense if they're not Jiminy Cricket wasn't obviously in the books that's only a Disney edition yeah so it really depends on what they're going to take their inspiration from. I mean, we were recently talking about Tim Burton's Alice in Wonderland, and mm-hmm. he basically based the film off of the poem, The Jabberwocky. And like the poem a big, exclusively? Yeah, the whole film is based off of it. So it just depends on where the screenplay and the writers decide to go with their inspiration.
3: That being said, I would welcome a film that centers around like Jiminy Cricket
0: yeah, and something be, yeah. from his perspective. That would be
3: amazing. <laughs>
0: that would be nice.
3: Have yeah. it
1: be the weird character outfit that walks around in the parade sometimes. He'll oh. be super huge
0: like so that.
4: The huge head?
1: Yeah.
4: I didn't even think of Jiminy Cricket not being in this movie. Yeah. And now I'm all freaked out. The, the only... Table
1: the other thing i could maybe would be hard to not see him in there is he is a big part of like the park and the mm-hmm. music and you know and well,
2: that's why i was saying it would be an even bigger blow than timothy mouse cuz you don't see timothy mouse do other things really with disney other than than dumbo but you see jiminy cricket in yeah. other things like like um mickey's christmas carol stuff like that he's been in you know he's around other things he's just he's that's why i would be more surprised if you did it without jiminy um and i get the, the original the actual story of pinocchio i get it doesn't have Jiminy Cricket but um
5: It has a cricket though I thought It conscious. doesn't have the same influence that Jiminy Cricket has in the story
2: But there yeah, is It's
5: a, like a very angular looking cricket, But it's oh, okay. not the way that Jiminy is It's not like the voice, voice of reason conscious.
1: Yeah the conscience like, I uh, need to bring Timothy Mouse character walking around Over by Dumbo please do it <laughs> Yeah. i was Ooh. just thinking about it now
4: absolutely that would be
1: nice yeah
3: I gosh know. so cool i
4: love timothy mouse so much
1: that needs
3: yeah, a lot he so was cool welcoming there. us to the
2: circus there in yeah man oh my goodness that'd be awesome and it's real i mean kid, i think kids even know who timothy mouse is it's not like it's in, like where really? only we would get it because we're grown-ups i think he's one of those i think it's one of those characters that yeah. even kids would understand but uh yeah so brad what do you got in the news this week well, I am pretty confident that I have the
3: biggest news.
2: Oh, hit us with week.
3: it, man. <laughs> I was so excited whenever I heard it. I've like shared it with people. Former Disney Imagineer Joe Roddy, who recently retired from Disney after more than 40 years. And I think we all were like, what the heck? This is so tragic. Has, I mean, we were happy for him. He d- certainly deserved it. But Apparently, he doesn't want it because he has now found his next adventure. He has been hired by Virgin Galactic, which is an aerospace company seeking to provide space flight to private individuals. And Rhodey will be the company's first experience architect, where he will design experiences for Virgin Galactic's future astronauts. So he's literally going to be designing our space experience for private space travel. He's going to influence that next stage in travel. It's just
2: phenomenal. I mean, good for him, but can I act like the, the jealous ex for a little bit for a second <laughs> this is like finding out your ex is getting married to a pretty cool guy that's yeah. what this is to me like yeah. I thought you were I thought this wasn't working for you because you needed your space and you wanted to be alone you know you wanted to do your own thing for a little bit and yeah. just be alone and now I just found out you're marrying somebody else like
0: yeah. things a little
2: bit like why did you leave yep. like, I thought he was leaving Disney because of you know family stuff and I was I, I, we even talked about the show and I said hey good for him he's definitely mm-hmm. he's definitely deserves it and earns it earned it with everything he's brought to Disney and now he's bringing his talents to South Beach like like LeBron James did to the, when he went to <laughs> Miami I feel like oh, I mean if you're gonna work why can't you just come back to Disney man he's I like know, well at no, least no. it wasn't quick oh yeah it was <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yeah, it was like two weeks
2: ago. Now we got to think, was he really working for them this whole time? (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, and I'm saying, God bless him. He's deserved, he deserves everything that, that, everything that great comes to this man. He's a great man from every, from all accounts. He seems just like a great guy. He's, earned everything he's ever he's ever done so god bless him good luck with everything he's done in the future i just like i said like i just but i you know i just wanted him in this you know to still be with disney and it's like to find out he's gonna go and um you know bring those talents t- to another organization it's like it's a huge compliment to animal kingdom and to yeah. walt disney world as well that oh. you know
3: this caliber of person was grown there and is exactly the right fit to forge space travel.
2: I mean No, I listen again. God bless him. He deserves everything that great that comes to him. That everything great that comes to him, he deserves it. I just was like in my own head when I saw that story. I was like, wait, <laughs> you said you? I it's like, it's like it's like someone breaking up with you and just saying they just need space. They're not ready to be in a relationship. You said you didn't want to be in a relationship right now. <laughs> and then two weeks later, they, you see their wedding announcement in the in the newspaper. Great, like, <laughs> and you want to cry. Like, come back to Disney. <laughs> Come back, baby.
5: for you, Gene. Well, yeah,
3: yeah. In committed, like very committed Disney news. George Caligregis has been named global ambassador for Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary. George Calagregis is the former president of Walt Disney World and is currently president of segment development and enrichment for Disney parks, experiences, and products. George will also be celebrating his 50th anniversary with Disney this year. So been with Disney as long as Walt Disney World has been open. And he was actually a cast member for opening day at Walt Disney World. In cool. That's so I cool. There. I was a cast
2: member for opening day. <laughs> you might not. yeah. I didn't know
4: that. Yeah, you
2: look great. Oh, uh, <laughs> Did they call you? For yeah. yeah. Me and him actually got hired the same day. Me and jo- I call him Georgie. We got hired oh, right. the same day. Right. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. It's an unsubstantiated rumor, but I heard that the—that uh, he wasn't the original choice to be global ambassador. Little uh, news break. Hmm. Okay. I heard the original choice was one Daniel Starr. Of the Disney Underground podcast. Is there any truth to that rumor, Dan?
0: Hmm. I'm really not at liberty
1: to
2: to confirm
0: or deny that
1: right now. I knew it. We can have a sideline conversation after. I knew it.
3: (laughs) What else we got, Brad? Well, in more sidelining conversations, (laughs) last week we told you the news about Hong Kong Disneyland reopening on February 19th with some new initiatives to keep guests safe during the pandemic, but they have now announced that they will only be open five days per week. Hong Kong Disneyland will be closed on both Tuesday and Thursday until further notice, except on public holidays and other designated days. If you plan on visiting the park, then you should go to their website at hongkongdisneyland.com to check out the reopening procedures. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you know, I would imagine, you know, we don't know what their policies are, but Maybe they're really, really, really into the deep cleaning days. You know, whenever we first were coming out of things, stores would be open for two hours past close with the cleaning. Maybe they're cleaning those two days, you know? That's, uh, I'm
2: gonna, I'm gonna pretty much gather that's exactly what it is. Give them the chance to kind of like, Make sure everything's disinfected and just you know and ready to move forward. That, and and that's you know I have there's nothing wrong with that. Hey, we're getting them open. That's that's the, the 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 positive part is they're they're opening. The people in California right now would love it to happen you know to be open five days a week. So you know right. it's it's a start. And once things start getting better and better and better, guess what? You're going to get those extra two days. So it's just the beginning to hopefully a proper, prosperous future with parks.
3: So. <laughs> well, I'll tell you. I've got crazy titles and crazy dates in this next news item. And it's not even the Disney Plus like schedule that we normally read. It is just... So much coming with premieres and with new content to Disney+. Plus. They've announced when some of their new series will be premiering this spring and summer. We've already talked about it in this episode. The Mighty Ducks Game Changers will premiere on March 26th. Big Shot starring jo- John Stamos premieres April 16th. Star Wars The Bad Batch will premiere on May 4th. Loki, which our household is really anticipating, starring Tom Hiddleston, will premiere on June 11th. The Mysterious Benedict Society will premiere June 25th. Monsters at Work will premiere July 2nd. Turner and Hooch will premiere July 16th. And here we go. Chippendale Park Life will premiere July 23rd. Disney Plus also announced the season premieres of High School Musical, The Musical, the series it just keeps coming Will premiere on May 14th and Zemination will premiere on June 11th so so much coming so much I mean, it's like it's
2: yeah, you can't even blink wow. you'll miss it like this that's a lot yeah. and um yeah i'm I, i'm excited to see, you know, i'm excited to see it all cuz it's a lot of its reboots like the Mighty Ducks and Turner and Hooch which obviously from Tom Hanks fame but now it's going to be i believe Josh Peck plays uh wasn't that Jim Belushi no that's K9 I mean, oh, K-9. I that canine. I think yeah, it was canine. Yeah, Turner. Turner and Hooch was uh, was uh, the Tom Hanks vehicle. Tom Hanks awesome. played that role. He, I believe, he was Turner. I don't think Hooch was his name. I think Hooch was the dog. <laughs> and then, yeah, Chippendales uh, Park Life. So it's good to get them back into the mix and bringing John Stamos back to TV with Big Shot. And you know, and, and who's not really like amped to see Loki? Man, like he's one of my favorite characters in Marvel. Just the way he's portrayed in the in the in the original movies. It's going to be like getting little mini movies every week. So I'm excited for you, that.
1: You can. T- take those i'm taking monsters at work man i'm you know what and i
2: i I didn't get a chance monsters at work is and it's gonna be it's gonna be the original voices be good yeah that's huge so i mean you can get i mean that's the thing too is you're getting big stars to play these roles that you know it's one thing for billy crystal who's one of the biggest comedians alive right now still i mean he's such a body of work not that he's still like in, in in the prime but like he's just such a body of work he doesn't have to do anything he doesn't want to do at this point in his career to get him to do a movie, Monsters Inc. and Monsters University is one thing, but then to bring him into an actual show and actually get that kind of star power and that kind of legendary com- comedic performance to a show on Disney Plus, you know, is there a better bang for your buck than Disney Plus? No, Honestly, no. look at all your streaming services. That's the best bang for Especially your. Especially
3: if you yeah. pull the Hulu and ESPN in the bundle. I
2: mean, you got I mean, yeah. everything. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, it's and you know, I I actually don't have that bundle. I actually. Because when I got the Disney Plus, I set up for it before like they did it where it was like the like months before it even came out and I got that price and they didn't have the bundle at the time. But I already had Hulu. I just don't have the Disney Plus, I mean the ESPN Plus, which makes no sense because I'm a sports (laughs) nut. But right. um, I just don't have it, and but yeah, I mean, it's, even without the bundle, it's it's just it's the biggest no brainer. Even if you're not a Disney fan, there's so much other content on it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, cool stuff, man. What else we got, Brad? Or is that yeah, it? I you think done? I have another one. All mm-hmm. no, right, no, 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 no. I think, I think you're. Uh, I think we're going to Tiff now. Yeah. All right. Uh, we got Tiff.
5: Yeah. So Disneyland Resort is now offering refunds to guests with unused Sip and saver passes from the 2020 Disney California Adventure Food and Wine Festival. The festival was orig- originally scheduled to last through April 21st, 2020, but Disney California Adventure closed in the middle of March due to the COVID-19. According to Disneyland's website, guests who purchased the, a 2020 Disney California Adventure and Food and Wine Sip and Saver. May request a refund in the amount of $7 for each qualifying entitlement tab. Qualifying entitlement tabs are unused entitlement tabs that remain attached to the 2020. Sip and saver, pass, and are returned to us. Detached tabs will not qualify for refunds. To request a refund, you can submit a request online through the Help Center, or you can call 888-231-7639.
1: Or Brian, do you want to give him your personal cell
2: phone number? (laughs) I'd be happy to help anyone else, whatever I can.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Or call Brian. Yeah,
2: in fact, definitely call Brian because he's going (laughs) to... He's going to be your best bet. Personal touch, man. So it. That's what all about.
5: Absolutely. Tabs or whatever. So you yep. can get your $7 per. I don't know what that comes out. How many $7 tabs you buy or whatnot. Because I've never done this. I think
1: one. it's that card in there all the way around yeah. it. So that would kind of be quite a few. Yeah. At least so, eight, I would think. So
5: You, can you get would get that think if get you had that, the yeah. card
1: in the tab, if it was even off, you'd be able to. Right. You know.
5: Right. Hopefully people all saved them. So yeah, next up, the Big River Grill and Brewing Works at Disney's Boardwalk has now reopened. Oh boy, Gene, you probably know this. <laughs>
2: did, you, did you say the boardwalk? I did say the
5: boardwalk.
2: <laughs> can, can I, yeah, I mean, can, go can I be honest it. with you? Yeah. Really? big river grill ho hum really yeah i'm going to be it's not bad like it, to me it, it's a, it, again big river grill's fine i've eaten there a bunch it's not bad it's not bad food it's but it's just i mean it's a burger you can get anywhere it's like, i'm just going to
5: and stuff.
2: Yeah, it's like it's like it's like sport. It's like sports barish. It's kind of like it's kind of like ESPN zone without the ESPN um, influence. It's got kind of like your a, a random and it's good. Again, the service is good, the food's good, but I can get you that same like, burger anywhere.
5: I bet you wish they opened ESPN or the Flying, Flying
2: fish. fish. Yeah, Flying Fish is. I mean, everybody knows that's my that's my favorite place on all of property. Partly because it's like a sentimental factor, but also because it's just a great place. And um, so yeah, I mean, when I saw it, I was kind of like oh, keep reading because maybe Flying Fish is there too. And no. <laughs> And I was like, mm. "Well, I'm definitely going to the Big River yeah.
1: Grill. Then that sounds good, Gene. Thanks. Yeah. Is it because
2: because I won't be there, Dan? Aww. That's Man, that's, a, that's, a, that's a, they're too. probably just
1: so happy with this right now.
2: <laughs> no, listen, I, I, I just want to say that." I- I'm gonna be there the next week and I'll probably have I'll probably if it your it, face will be on the window with a big circle and a <laughs> slash through it. You won't get in. I'll go there and they'll be like, Oh yeah, we uh we have no no tables after I'm like, but there's like five open tables. No, those are reserved. <laughs> Listen, it, no, it's not bad. I just I I was you know what it is, is I was just looking forward to being like the flank fish. And again, it's yeah. not bad, but it's nothing like that. You can't get. I'm just I listen. I'm just being honest. I could be a shill and tell you every place is phenomenal, and every place is great. But and this is good. But what it, you? <laughs> did my voice go up? Did you, you
1: really yeah. like the flying fish,
2: man. I gotta yeah, say, yeah, he's
4: excited. Yeah, I can't wait to the, really
2: the flying. Fish. He really loves the flying fish. I can't. I'm. I can't wait to the flying fish opens. And again, I'm glad that Big River Grill is opening because that means more jobs, right? More more yep. dining options, more jobs back on. You know, back on people getting back to work. So that's great and more to do at, at at boardwalk i want to see the boardwalk popping again i want to see the 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 comedians and the magicians on the boardwalk i want to see the the carnival games open up again i want it to be the nightlife that i'm i'm used to it being and it's not that right now so i i want that to be the case and that's a part of it you know big river girl's part of it i'm just saying it's just the same burger you can get at pretty much any any good burger place it's good but it's not like you know it's not the flying fish we get it i'm beating a dead horse
1: we got it yes please stop okay <laughs> okay dan <then. laughs>
4: <laughs> oh wait. Okay, is it oh. better than like Applebee's?
2: It's Applebee's. I'll give you that. Okay, it's Applebee's. Okay, it's Applebee's.
4: So, Applebee's, quality.
2: yeah, we all love Applebee's. Applebee's is great, right? Everyone likes a night at the Applebee's sometimes. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, it'll do.
2: It'll it's yeah, coffee. like like I like listen. I'm a New Yorker, right? And I'm not a particularly big Olive Garden fan because I want to go and have like real like real kind of food. But in a pinch, I could do Olive Garden. It's not bad. It's not gross. I I'll enjoy Olive Garden. I'd rather go. I'd rather go to a Carmine's in Manhattan or a Mateo's in (laughs) Belmore. And, you know, I mean, you guys, I mean, maybe you guys don't know. I mean, but, but having said all that, if I want, if I want Italian food and I have, and Olive Garden is the only thing open, I'll do Olive Garden if I need to.
5: Disneyland Resort has announced that the Disney Vacation Club Villas at Disney's Grand Floridian Hotel and Spa will be reopening May 2nd. An email was sent to DVC members announcing the reopening. But it also said that Disneyland Park and Disney... California Venture Park would remain closed until a later date. The non-DVC rooms at Disney Grand California Hotel and Spa will also remain closed for the time being. And most dining amenities, activities, services will be modified, limited in capacity or unavailable based on physical distancing and health guidelines. So basically how things started here last summer. Yeah. Yeah. May, wait, May 22nd last year.
2: So it's all, yeah, it's all, it's all a start. Hopefully. Almost a year. Hopefully it leads to that next phase. You know, it's all in steps. Yes. All right. What else we got?
5: Disneyland has released more about the ticketed event that they are planning at Disney's California adventure. It will be called A Touch of Disney and starting on March 18th, guests can rediscover the magic at of the Disneyland Resort through the sights, sounds, and flavors you've been craving. The event will be held Thursday through Mondays, 12 to 8 p.m. Tickets will be available on Disneyland.com starting on March 4th. The select days from March 18th through April 5th. Tickets will then be released for dates on a rolling basis until the experience ends. The introductory ticket will cost $75. will include parking at the Mickey and Friends parking structure, a 25 dollar, a touch of Disney dining card. That's redeemable for food and non-alcoholic beverages at select dining locations and unlimited digital downloads of Disney's PhotoPass photos captured during the day of your experience. You will be able to explore the park and take pictures in the iconic locations and do some shopping. Grab something to eat, but the attractions will remain closed for now. You can go on the Disneyland app to make dining reservations starting on March 11. No admission ticket will be available for purchase at the main entrance ticket booth So make sure to go to Disneyland.com to check out what days are available.
3: I really, really love this. I I love that the parking's included. I love that there's a $25 voucher for food. I think that's genius. Mm. And I think they should bring that to Walt Disney World right now because I have a feeling one of the things that is happening is that people are coming and maybe not like dining. And that $25 would burn a hole in the pocket to make you dine. And so I love that.
5: Some really cool news has been announced about the new Star Wars Rogue One prequel series called andor yes. that is set to debut on disney plus in 2022 we now know that george lucas will be writing at least two of the 12 <gasps> episodes for the new series that is so nice to see that piece <laughs> yeah this will definitely be something to look forward to yeah i'm really wow that's amazing they're gonna let george lucas write some of the episodes. i
2: love that
0: that's
5: very nice i
2: like that idea too i mean he's the man right i mean he's the one who it's, yeah. it's for sure And what's exciting about
3: Rogue One, too, is I really, you know, the Force is going in a new direction post Skywalker like saga where everybody has the Force kind of like. But Rogue Rogue One One has such an antiquated, antiquated, I can't even say it, the Force antiquated.
2: Yeah, thank you. I don't even know if I said it right. I don't even know the word. Antiquitous. <laughs>
5: where you got that?
3: It's not even coming. I, I, I hear it's, the a, word. It's,
2: it's a synonym of the word egregious, I think. But they,
3: the <laughs> oh. way that they talk about the force and observe the force, they're like closer to the wills. It really. I hope there is a, a force narrative in
2: this prequel. It because I love the way they approach the force I love, and Rogue One. I
5: just love Rogue One and Jump. Did you guys like Rogue One? I
2: love Rogue One. One. Very, very yeah. good. The way they tied the stories together and stuff. I thought it was. This is
5: prequel, so do we get to see the character? Because everybody died.
0: Spoiler alert! What?
2: (laughs) I stayed off the spoiler
1: channels for a reason.
0: (laughs) It's so (laughs) old.
4: All right.
3: They're so smart to do this though, because everybody says
2: that modern era
3: Rogue One is the best movie.
2: I like. I did enjoy it a lot too. Dan, you didn't see it. Yes, I saw. It. Oh, okay, I got oh, it. You're just I totally felt bad because it's it's oh, okay. actually yeah, it's, it's excellent, man.
5: I haven't so seen it. I just so, watched it recently again. Yeah, it's really good. I love all the characters in Rogue One.
2: <laughs> all right, so thank you for the uh, the news, guys. Thanks, Tiff. Uh, so a lot of cool stuff coming up, and you know what? Unfortunately, like I said, Joey and Sammy are not here, so I have to take care of the Disney TV and movie minute with Joey and Sam. So, first, we got obviously a, uh, a brand new episode by Marvel's WandaVision. It's actually the season finale, which I didn't even realize we're that close to the season finale. Kind of, mm-hmm. that's kind of saddening. I was really just kind of really getting into the storyline even more. Uh, but let's move on. Raya and the Last Dragon is going to be available with premier access. And if you guys haven't heard about it yet, it's, um, here's the synopsis for it in the fantasy world of Kumandra, where humans and dragons live together in harmony. The, ger- the dragons sacrifice themselves to save humanity from an evil force. Now, 500 years later, the evil has returned and it's up to a lone warrior Raya. Or is it Raya? Brad, is it Raya or Raya?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I
3: was just thinking- She literally yeah. had me muted. So I could have responded. <laughs> <keep> she out and- <laughs> He's like saying see how effortlessly he says it she like <laughs> muted it on our end <laughs> so,
2: Brad, i was actually gonna say <laughs> Brad, I, I was gonna go say i was just gonna say go get a notepad take some notes why i say <laughs> so yeah. Uh, so now 500 years later the evil has returned and it's up to a lone warrior Raya, to track down the legendary last dragon to restore the fractured land and its divided people and I am super psyched to see this I will definitely pay the extra money to see the premier access I think we spoke about it on, a, on an earlier episode how um, the praise that aquafina was getting for being part of this project supposedly like people are saying that she's phenomenal in it and she's like like uh robin williams as the genie-esque type of performance so i'm very excited to see it uh what about you guys this is shocking
1: i'm actually thinking about buying this right out of the gate i am really intrigued by this wait dan steph did you guys see solia don't I dare mean. get Raya. You haven't even seen Soul yet. Yeah, and, but we're caught ready. up on WandaVision. I mean, come on. Give us yeah. some credit.
2: I remember like about a month ago, you guys were like, we're going to watch it this I weekend. I know. For we sure. were close.
4: And every night we're like, oh my gosh, we gotta we we're going to watch it. We're going to get busted, busted. It next time. We watched it. It's a beautiful oh. movie, guys.
1: I'll aside with the joking, but you, you, I can guarantee I know. You it, you it isn't it. a point of we're not going to watch it or don't
2: want to. It really is I a,
4: love the music. I listen to the music.
2: You know what it is counts, too you know? it's Disney Plus has so many options that sometimes it's hard to get to everything it really that is That is true. I love the lighting
3: engine on ride. The it's it is a different lighting like to this film. I'm really excited to spend time in it. it yeah. It's so I don't know. It's
1: I'm excited
2: yeah, and I'm, I'm going to accept this one, too. I think it's going to be really cool.
5: There's sculptures over at Animal Kingdom, too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I saw those.
1: Was- hey, you know what? It, what happened is we were going to sit down and watch Soul, <laughs> but we changed <laughs> gears and watched the Muppets.
5: Hey! That's right. And
0: so we
2: started well, watching those episodes. That's Well, right. that's... I get that. That's okay. Yeah. So
0: that's,
4: that's- Okay. So. Me. As long
2: as you didn't hit me with, oh, we're stuck on Girl Meets World Marathon or something. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. What, what else you got, Gene?
4: Company. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, next we have, Dan. Disney's Secrets of Sulphur Springs, Time Warped. Griffin and Harper observe as young Ben and Savannah sit around the post dance campfire. When suddenly Savannah is spooked by a counselor dressed as the legendary Moss Man. Um <laughs> spoiler alert, I believe that's actually gonna be played by one the one and only Randy Moss, Minnesota oh. of Viking fan. That's <laughs> uh, to yet be confirmed though. And then we have Garfield, A Tale of Two Kitties. I'd read the synopsis to this, but who really cares? Um <gasps> Uh, Let's move on to Heartland Docs DVM Season 2. A husband and wife of veterinary team in rural Nebraska care for the region's many animals in need. I got to tell you. That's my show. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like yes, they, I is. feel like I should have a starring role on that. Oh but my god! Let me ask you this: Do you think they cut up produce and throw it in the front yard? I hope they do because I would at least do that. I don't
5: think they do. I, don't I think they're don't as good. Think so I think then, doing they're doing that. <laughs> then they're frauds.
0: Then
2: they're frauds. <laughs> I need. A, I need a show on Disney Channel or Disney Plus, and they can follow me around as I feed the, the urban home. animals. Yeah,
5: absolutely. But like the throwing garbage in the yard is—it's
2: like <laughs> nah, a- not garbage. It's food that I just didn't eat. I'm not throwing like napkins and paper plates out there. It's, it's like
5: 17th century France in your front yard. <laughs> oh my I, like apple cores. That- I gotta be ostrich.
2: 17th, 17th century France sounds very romantic to me. I don't. You know, that's just me. You're just gonna me. have to be careful now, Gene. I know because she's looking for me. Yeah. She doesn't like when I throw the food out in the front yard. My wife. Wanna- <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. So, wow. I'd
1: like to be there when she's actually driving in, and you whoosh, get caught
4: oh, mid mid throw. Absolutely, it's her car.
2: <laughs> I'd like to say that's never happened before, but I want to just rather move on.
5: Oh no! Oh, hey,
2: not everybody loves animals. I do,
5: but you can love animals and not throw your. Stuff I, see,
2: I don't feel like that. That's true. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think you can.
5: <laughs> I'm sure you so, support your wife a little bit.
2: I do. Just not about (laughs) what is going [SSS3] on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's let's get into this week's topic talk, guys. No, again, no game show this week. Uh, let's break into the topic talk. This week's topic talk, we're going to be discussing a ride or attraction that we we already may love. We just want to up it a little bit, plus it a little bit, reimagine it, make it something we love even more. Maybe something that we would change up a little bit. Let's kick it over to Dan and Steph first. What rides? I'm assuming it's going to be country bear related, no? Because that's wow, oh. be. oh, never gets old. No, never
4: gets old. So here's mine: Tomorrowland Speedway.
2: Very yeah, and, that, and needs, and that needs
1: that yeah, needs some type of change. You actually have it to needs, say, you know, like
4: say what? Well I a said little... tomorrow. Well, I'm going to elaborate. Okay.
1: Okay. Didn't seem like Yeah, Dan. You yeah. jumped the gun a little bit there.
4: Yeah. Okay. So tomorrow speedway. I have a real issue with touching anything that's classic. Okay. So this was a difficult topic talk. However, I know that the Tomorrowland Speedway is one of the classics. It's one of the originals. But I've, I am sorry. I can't. I find it boring. I don't even care the way it smells. I kind of like the way it smells, actually. I wouldn't take that away. However, why not make it more... Futuristic, so there's a little something in there. Mm-hmm. Or I like that. Or cars, cars land. That's Agreed. One of the most that's popular awesome. rides in yeah.
5: California Adventure.
2: There's got to be a reason why they don't do that because to me, it's an obvious, it's an what obvious cars, thing, right? Yeah, that's a good idea.
5: Yeah, that's I like the California more future. theme. I think that would be kind of cool. The what theme? The, the future. Oh, the futuristic theme. Yeah.
2: And now I hear what Steph is saying too about the, the the scent because it's one of those things I at first sniff. It's almost like the thing where it just triggers memory. So you kinda like it's like the the water smelling like splash mountain. Yes. It's, yes. It is that. But to be fair, when I'm on that ride, that liking it, that the scent just of cause of like the nostalgia factor it lasts for me for about five minutes. And then I kinda Forget where I am for that's a little bit. Because, <laughs> yeah, I start hallucinating and I black out. But for the most part, though, you're right. Like it is that for me in the beginning, but then, but that gets old quick for me. So like I, I'll be honest, there's a lot of times I'll go to Disney or to Magic Kingdom, and that'll be like the ride I don't do. That'll be the one I don't like. That'll be the yeah. one ride. because of it's a long. It seems like it, and that's something too is for being pretty like in needing of sprucing up and really needing a retheming it's always a huge line man like i feel like it's always yeah. a huge line weird mm-hmm. and you and it's you gotta a long yeah line. so like yeah that's one of the ones that i could probably say might be the most least ridden ride i've ever ridden in all of mm-hmm. disney let alone magic kingdom and i agree I, I, retheming would be perfect that makes complete sense man and like, don't yeah. you think
1: that i mean i love the classics too and i do like the fun and how it, terrible it is when you're once you're on the car right. but it's kind of like almost insulting to the yeah. park to have it be that way because it isn't smooth you know what i mean it's well, like
4: right it's super bumpy i just feel like it's a carnival ride almost I, yeah
1: i feel like, like it's, like it's, it's not, a kiddie
5: bumper card ride. yeah it's, like, it's just you know, like not, quite disney quality exactly Like right. I mean, it's not as good as the disneyland you know atopia ride. atopia that's a totally different experience it's like going, and it's off you're not on a track it's trackless. yeah
1: i i hate to talk about this kind of stuff well, but so i do i do feel really that way hard.
4: this yeah. was really really hard because i i just i don't think you should mess with the classics but
1: i'm real nervous about bringing up mine uh-oh here we go, go boy. i'm real nervous and you guys you guys are gonna be really surprised about this because it is a favorite of mine <gasps> really however now don't anyone jump the gun on this because okay, we'll wait. the three collar <gasps> What? but 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 there is no re-theming there's no okay. re-theming going on in this okay you know how much i love it but i want it update to it to help out oh. with the date dated like techno it just nothing is happening in there harley it's this weird crossover with the screens and Like animatronics, well, they're out of there now to be worked on, I'm guessing, but it either should be like a small world, you know, or the screens and the videos, it needs to be better. And I don't want that to go anywhere. And that's why I want this because I really do care about it. And I love the characters and the Mm -hmm. colors. I just yeah. think that could be okay. a lot better, and I, I think it. of it every time I'm on that ride, and we kind of come into that open water section, and you got the screens. I'm like, wow, this really needs some help. Yeah,
4: kind cool. of. A, yeah, okay. Yeah. I like that.
2: that. I like, yeah, anything about plusing it. I'm all in, man. You're not changing it; you're just kind of giving it a little bit more. It deserves better. Yes, yes it definitely does. It definitely does. Yeah, I would amazing. love to see. I would love to see a a, a a reboot film, like you know, or an updated film with those three, you know.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, we did get to Disney Plus, the cartoon series that was in the Philippines of the three Caballeros. So they have that on Disney Plus. So there is more three cab and, content.
2: You know yeah. what they should do? They should do like a travel show with those three. Oh, that would be oh, cool. kind of like right. what the original was where they went to different parts yeah. of South America. But like an That's updated good. version where they hit like, you know, Cancun and Punta Cana. And, you know, mm-hmm. they, they take you to some of the Disney raves, maybe. I don't know.
4: yep. Oh. Yep. <laughs>
2: Right. And they can wear their, their fat pants at the Disney, oh, Disney, Disney fat Abisa, pants. Disney
0: Abiza,
2: right? Disney Abiza? Disney Abiza. <laughs> Ab-
0: right?
2: I think it's Abitha, actually. Is it Abitha? There you go. Abitha. So, all right, guys. What about uh, Brad and Tiff? What do you guys got for some reimagining, some retheming, some updating?
5: So, yeah, I don't know if this is like a surprise or not, but I think this needs to be reimagined. Even I'm okay if it's actually refurbished. Test track.
2: <laughs> <I really laughs> Why does everybody take my. T- now I gotta <laughs> oh no. I, I wonder if we have the same feelings <laughs> I on those.
5: Yeah. I'm sorry. But here's the thing. I literally have said when Miles was a little younger, I will roll down the windows and drive fast if we don't have to stand in line <laughs> <laughs> <the test> track. <laughs> Oh my god. It's
1: like
5: I see us going like ooh, 60 miles an hour. I was going. So 75 on I space. don't there oh are sometimes
0: God. though
3: that it feels <laughs> really really great there are sometimes
5: I don't know I just
3: yes I, 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 think I agree really
5: I, different. and I personally this is like my idea I think this would be awesome because they but I know they can't even do this right now but I think they could like use the space for spider-man like a really cool Spider-Man. like in the future yeah
2: yeah, like they yeah. can
5: yeah, yeah, I don't
2: know. They top it off at sixty five. It's like I drove faster than that to get here. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and here's the thing too. And here's really my biggest gripe. Gripe. Shout out to Dan. My my real problem with it is all right. So you're waiting in the queue line. You're building this car and certain oh, attributes you give it, give yeah. it certain things and this and that. But at the end of the day, the ride does the same exact thing that they all do. Right. Um, you just somehow correlate what you do while you're. Sp- And that's a long queue. That's like one of those things where it's like, when can we just get on the darn ride, man? Like you wait forever just because the line is long. And It's like, I feel like it's always such an overrated line, like the overrated ride because the line is so long. It's not even that great. It really is a Chevrolet advertisement. And then you go and you build your car, which is cool. That's cool, right? But it really doesn't matter what you do. You can make the damn thing look like a a boxed truck from like 1975 and it's going just as fast as the – the the you make it look like like that makes no yeah. sense give there's me some no real
5: relation to what you picked and and yeah you, like, like like give it's me. working and you got to tap your band and most people don't even tap their band so you're not really racing the people in your car if they didn't figure that out cuz it's the first time they're there i mean there's just a lot of problems with it yeah. i just yeah. think that it could be so much better it or it's re- exactly re- imagined or just redesign the whole thing
2: but you got to go yeah. through such a rigmarole just to get on the ride with all these choices that you make that take so long just to get in Wait, the car.
5: So you're saying this isn't your favorite ride. This was your re, this was, I picked your thing
2: to change. Yeah, change. I want, yeah. I want, I, I wanted to rethink because I think yeah, test track, I, I, think, I think in it
5: happened theory, last week, that's what, that's what I was
2: saying. It happens every week to me.
0: What?
5: Gosh, I'm so sorry. No,
2: it, no listen, I, I'm glad that somebody else agrees with me because I know Test Track is a popular ride. I get it. Yeah. And to be honest with you, in theory, it should be so awesome. It really should be cool. It and really I feel should. like they completely, completely mm-hmm. missed the boat on it because, like I said, if you're going to give this every car these little attributes, right, well, then let that be part of the ride. Let your ride change. Like they, like you can build your roller coaster. Well, they used to be able to build a roller coaster in the old uh, Disney Quest. Yes. Maybe something like that where you can kind of – if you're going to take the time out to build the attributes to the car – let it have some type of meaning, and I guess I know the technology maybe isn't there yet. Maybe I guess, but it, there's got. And I, I know you can't have the, the thing go 110 miles an hour. I get that too, but there's got to be at least something. At least lie to me. Maybe I only go 60, but it says 85. You know, like I can't. Yeah. When you go in 65, who can really tell the difference, right? You think but, he's talking about food right now? It's like because <laughs> I'm because I'm passionate, Dan. <laughs>
1: I actually told you that on. you were going to take this one. So. Did I
2: tell you? I don't know if I told you.
1: Yeah, I said, if you want to ruin jeans, take this. And she's like, definitely.
2: I did not. Think- like, you know what? she that's- would say that. <laughs> that sounds like Tiffany, if you ask me. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, T- Me and Tiff are sharing a brain on this one. I completely agree. I feel like it's such a text track. The first, from the moment I wrote it, the first time when I was a kid was completely let down. I'm like, that's what the hubbub was? Like, this was, mm-hmm. I remember when they first came out, it was supposed to be like this hit ride, man. Remember how it was like this big thing? And then yeah, they, it just was like, mm, meh. I will test- say in the
0: queue, them, they yes.
3: added some smart car concepts that are like suspended from the ceiling like you know compact like not only energy saving but space saving car concepts that are really interesting right now so i mean it's definitely a cue worth like
2: experiencing
3: i think we're talking about repeated use you know that
2: kind of yeah and kind of on the same the same wavelength of tomorrow speedway, this is another ride that I will pass up because the line is just not worth it to me. You know, like like even my kids might like going on. I'd be like, you know, they're like, oh dad, let's go, let's do test track. And I'm like, I we just drove here and your mother drove. It was just that that was pretty much the same thing. (laughs) It, I you know I got, I don't need to, I don't need to do test track. I, we drove here. It's it's not, it's like I said, I feel like they, they, I feel like they missed the boat on something that could be such a cool ride. The people wait on the line for it. it it's a crowd. It, it gets, it's a long wait. So people are riding it. So maybe they, there's a reason to change it and maybe meet different in the, in, the, in the minority. Maybe it's maybe we're the weird ones. I don't, I don't know, but I completely agree with Tiffany to me. That's the one ride that not the one ride this, you know, but it's the ride that I would, I would absolutely make better. I like the idea. I think it should be there. I just want to see it be better. And I think it's sh- shame on them for not making it better.
3: Yeah, yeah. To be fair, if there's any place in Walt Disney World or in the parks where Disney may have little control, this may be it. Like You know, whoever the automobile sponsor is. Is it Chevrolet? Yeah, Chevrolet? yeah, Chevrolet. I mean, it has changed. I just didn't want to misquote it twice. So Chevrolet. Yeah. I mean, I, they're probably calling a lot of the
2: shots on this. So.
5: Oh, yeah. Something like that. They yeah. they should make it better.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they definitely oh. can. It, it, it or Spider Man. <laughs> yeah. Or even keep, or even keep test track, but just make it like you know worth the two-hour wait that it always is. You know.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right.
2: So yeah, Tiff, I totally agree, and, and um, mm-hmm. thanks for stealing my my idea right. again. First, it was Joey. I didn't- Good. That was Tiffany and
4: really quick. Maybe it can
5: happen twice. Maybe you
2: could <laughs> you can find that cast that just
5: doesn't right Brian,
2: Brian, you want to take any of my ideas too, Brian, while you're here? <laughs> uh, I don't know if I got any of your ideas, but <laughs> Yeah, the uh yeah, again, I, I I just think they missed the boat on something. That could be awesome. But all right, Brad, what do you got, my man? Yeah.
3: I am very, very anxious to share, and I hope that you're anxious to hear. But first, we have a special guest. Who do we got? Miles, who often appears in our vlogs and in This Day in Disney. He he heard the topic for the week, and he knew right away that he wanted to share a refurb. So
2: he's going to be joining us. Miles. Is there any truth to the rumor that Miles is actually going to be holding out for a new contract? Says that you guys aren't paying him enough for... (laughs) to stay in disney i heard that he's actually like there's gonna be like a possibly some contract negotiations and some Uh, holding out possibly
3: yeah there's amazon negotiations ongoing
2: daily yeah miles Um, hold out for every penny
0: oh (laughs) my
5: goodness every penny (laughs) i could be your agent man
2: (laughs) i could be your agent hold out for every Dan. correct every penny yes yep dan knows what he's talking about
0: oh my goodness all right so let's hear it guys so Um, I heard the topic and I thought about it for a while just because they asked me, like, just for fun, you know, in the car. And it took me a while, but I finally figured it out. And that is that I feel like the ride that I feel needs an update is Space Mountain. Oh,
2: I, yeah. I, I, I kind of like, you know what? I could see where you're going with that. Give it I, a- I
0: kind of do too. And there's one thing that really like bugs me whenever I'm on that ride. I'm always looking forward. I'm always looking at the track. I'm always looking at the pillars around me. Supporting the ride, I'm never looking at the projections on the ceiling.
2: That's a good point. I missed that. Yeah, that's a great point.
0: I feel like if they just added something way cooler on the ceiling, you know, like crazy colorful galaxies whizzing past you, like why should I have to look up and half of my view is obstructed by pipes and then there's not even that much to see?
2: No, you, right, I, right. I agree. And they could do, there's so many different things they could do. Like just maybe like glow in the dark paint on some of that stuff. Or like, mm-hmm, like yeah. when, we were, when we were kids, we used to have like the stickers, the glow in the dark stars you put on your ceiling. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> black light. I mean, there's definitely something, Yeah, you know, that's a great point that yeah, they could definitely some do some stuff to spruce it up.
0: Technology, right? Yeah. Yeah,
5: totally. they, they're doing some cool stuff. So,
1: and we—you know why? You know stuff. why I don't see anything? It's because I have my eyes closed and I'm petrified that <laughs> I'm going to die. That's what happens
2: with me,
4: basically. <laughs> and I keep saying it's, it's only going 25 miles an hour, Dan. <laughs> but,
2: it does feel yeah. a lot faster than it really is. I don't know what I don't know what the speed is. I remember hearing what it was, and I remember thinking that's all it goes. It feels. like
4: 25 or 30? However,
2: I did like the hyperspace
1: version, mm-hmm. the overlay,
0: because there was more <clears> to look at. Yeah, yep, so bad. That's
1: what I thought of when you said that. Was yeah. that
0: you'll be able to look at stuff,
3: and that's yeah. what mm-hmm. here. they have the technology, and right now it's not even being used. So bring it out to
0: this new world. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I, I, you know, I agree because I feel like, and you know, it's funny, is, is I don't know if anybody listened to Just Some Magic, I was on Just Some Magic with, with Morgan Stark just last week. And she asked me an unpopular, uh, an, a pop, an unpopular Disney opinion. And when, and, cause everybody loves Space Mountain, but I said, I mm-hmm. hate Space Mountain. And the reason why is yeah. something similar to, A, I don't like how it's so herky jerky whips you around. You feel like you get off that ride and you're sore for three days, but also there's, there's just not, there's the theming could be so much better. Cause we, have, I personally feel we have, the the least best space mountain in all, in all the other parks. Yeah. Everybody else has a better space mountain, and yeah. to, just to do some of the just some of the simple things because what, what, what Miles said isn't even like mind blowing. It's it's actually so perfectly like you think it's so perfectly simple. Like it's like it, to me it's so obvious. So why why not do it? I don't unless yeah. a lot of times I can't tell if the screens are
3: glitching because it's an effect or because they're like aging. That's what really freaks me out too a little bit. Like. <laughs> You know, I, but there is a video right before you break off into the two different cues where there's a girl in the '80s with like curly hair.
0: Yes, she, it's our Tiffany. Oh it looks
3: just like her.
1: So
0: I hope we never video. lose that. I hope. Yeah, <laughs> you have a video. It's
1: None good. of that day glow well, stuff, you know. though, Gene. That is not the way to go. Oh,
2: well, I'm just saying, like, give gotta me be something
1: classy. Though. I mean, classy? this is a classic yeah. ride, and and that's what I don't like about the nightmare uh,
2: overlay at the Haunted Mansion in Disneyland. That day <laughs> stuff is looks cheap. I, I, I'll give you that. I just want to see them do something to it, though. Like, yeah, for sure. I mean, give I give me something. Like, like I, Miles is right. I mean, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe that's maybe on the cheesy end. And I apologize, Dan, for <laughs> offending you. But but yeah, give me give me something though, right? Like, I just feel like. I mean, it's 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 one of the most classic rides in all of Disney. Like, give us something, you know. Maybe they don't want to touch it because it is so classic, and that's like, you know, it's almost like maybe they look at it like, how dare we touch it? But I mean, well,
4: they don't have a problem you know? doing that with other things that are classic.
2: It's really not changing the ride, or you know what I mean? It's just
1: yeah. enhancing it more, which is yeah, cool. and not just have to Watching imagine
4: it. the galaxy going by, hearing that swish, Like you have to, like, yeah, you know, that's the only. Well, and they've already really.
5: changed it. I mean, it's not. True to the original ride, the soundtrack is different than it used to be. There used to be a completely different soundtrack for it.
3: Right. Um, Yeah.
5: Different. I think the music could change, too. I I think the music's okay. It could be better. And the sound quality is not so great.
2: They should do like ballroom music on it. There you go. The and night. dance for me, like <laughs> yeah.
0: Hey,
2: and and just uh, you know that was great insight, Miles. And um, I got one question though. Did yeah. Brad just get replaced by his own son?
3: Uh, every <laughs> every single day, every single day.
4: Yeah.
3: So my thanks, Miles actually am upset about. I've been upset about it for a while there's very there's very few things that I'm upset about at Disney World This upsets me and it is the barnstormer and the reason it upsets me is because on the wheel of peril.
5: In the queue.
3: In the queue. The blades have been missing from the knives for like four or five years. He's brought <laughs> this up before. <laughs> He's brought it up before. That's so <laughs> funny. This is an official Brad. Right. Yeah. Oh, it is my number one gripe. I don't understand it. There's like literally the blades used to be there and there's no blades. Put the blades back. Are the blade handles back?
5: It's embarrassing though when like people come here from like Disneyland, Disneyland and, and they're, they're like, like,
6: "See, it's not clean, and there's missing pieces."
5: Yeah, they <laughs> like make fun of our parks because they're not as things like nice. this. As the Disneyland, and that's like one glaring example that we think could <laughs> easily be fixed.
1: Yeah, easily so fixed. So easily, kind of like the tail in on the
2: barren Splash Mountain for all those years, it was gone.
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah, I never yeah. noticed that.
2: Really, yeah,
4: that's yeah. Right. I, I gotta
2: say, what's funny is so we all give our like you know things that we want to like upgrade and stuff, but we all did it like in a fun way brad got really upset like he was was, brad's like anger level was at like a 10 we're all like at five just joking around having a good time but hey you know what'd be nice baby did this brad's like you know what i hate for real (laughs) that was super aggressive and i love it (laughs) i love it man
5: you should see when we go and we're standing next to that thing. He's
2: like, they probably, I can see them walking in the gate. He's like, Hun, we got to go to the barnstorm first. I got to, I just got to see if they fixed it. I got to see if they fixed it. I, I want it, it doing. Big,
0: so bad.
1: He's trying to cause a protest
3: right oh, a there on minute. the
1: barnstorm.
4: Maybe that's supposed to be the look. Is that the look? Oh, they I, was, they used to, I think
3: they used to be there, right? We have pictures. We have one of my favorite
0: pictures of documentation. Guys. I say,
2: what we do is we get some, some big, Cardboard signs, right? We we protest and we pick it outside yeah. the Bondstormer.
0: I yeah. think it's a great idea. I say
2: we pick it. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. And then if you bring somebody back tries to the
2: blades. Bring back and then when people try to walk they're on always, the line, I don't you know. even care if they're five years old. We're gonna yell scab right in their face. <laughs> scab <laughs> Five years old. I don't care. Three even. I mean, whatever Five. it takes. We got to get this. We got to wait for Brad's sake because he's going he's to lose yeah. it one day. He's going to yeah. go in there for the millionth time and be like, he's, he's going to lose it. He actually No, so think think everybody's sake, him himself. you remember? I think I do remember that. I think I do remember that. So he plays
4: through past security <laughs> and pop him in there. So, I totally uh, get
1: it though. Like I would be the same way with stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. I, yeah. I just I can't I can't I deal with it. It bothers me so much.
4: I know. It's and like you
1: said, especially when it's something super simple. Yeah. And
4: there's so much detail to Everything else, yeah. every blade of grass is manicured, everything that's, is yeah. spotless.
2: That's why you like like with what like Steph said, you almost feel like, well, do they mean to not have it there? Because like I really it's, why wouldn't they, would they fix it? You know, like certain things. Okay, I get it. They didn't fix the yeti because that's a pain in the neck. That seems to me like you could replace in 15 minutes before the park opens. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs>
1: this is girl, like, you want to head down on a barnstormer and I get mean- those blades? Yeah, we got another complaint from that Brad guy.
3: Yeah, this-
1: <laughs> No, this is, I'll
3: I'll take it. This is the reason this is upsetting me too, okay? it's Because I believe they don't fix it because they're punishing us. They're saying, oh, they're just going to break it again. They're going to hang on it and break it again. So why even fix it? I'm like, because they bought tickets. That's why. That's why. No, he's right. right. You got to wonder what did happen to it. Yeah. People hanging on them. Broke them. Yeah. But I do have a design for it. You tool it out of one solid piece of metal and put the whole piece of metal through. They have little bolts holding the handles on. Never going to cut it. You got to put a hole through and
1: put a whole tool piece of iron Look through. Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, She's it. heard this like 9,000 times. has; <laughs>
3: It's, <laughs> it's one of
2: my stories. It Brad's is. got a whole manifesto about changing Miles, the Miles tapping on him on the shoulder. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a rest, Dad. Give it a rest. We all know.
6: <laughs>
1: hey, Brian, do you have one? Not to put you on the spot. Yeah,
2: yeah not to put you on the spot, Brian, but it's your turn.
6: <laughs> yeah, nothing prepared, but um, just kind of off the cuff from listening to everything. I think the one thing I would like to see kind of updated and changed would be carousel progress
2: well thanks for playing Brian um, well- <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: that's
4: the end of our podcast
2: <laughs> I think you touched the nerve right <laughs> yeah the, the,
6: the, the, you know I, I love the nostalgia and I don't want to see the overall general feel like I still like the old animatronics that are in there and stuff like that but I would just like to see that final scene touched up where it's supposed to be in the future and there's more and I'd like to see Disney just touch on what's going to be 20 years from where we're at now and maybe make that last scene just a little bit more focus on what's what's to come in yeah the future. i they think they had a are lot of things when they made it originally that are already here and we're dealing with now in regular life so that's yeah point it's
1: updated. like I I what that is, is the, the plan two- that was mentioned not mm-hmm. that long ago for that final scene for sure we have been surprisingly like critical
3: this evening, all of us, you know, I mean, this is a rare like moment for us, but at the mm-hmm. same time, like that. And on favorites. Scene, yeah. That right? final you know. scene that you speak of in that. I mean, there are people that change out store windows every single day and redecorate store windows every single day. How come we can't, Change the clothes
4: on some
3: people. Yeah. Oh, I, point, I thought so. we
4: were doing the knives, too. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, it is a simple costume change. Well, and a set is that hard change,
3: to approve?
2: I'd I like mean, to I see more animatronics. Be... I'd like to see more human animatronics wearing fat pants. Yes. Personally. <laughs> I, yeah.
4: The last scene, they're at a rave.
2: <laughs> 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 uh...
0: <laughs>
2: yeah all right guys well listen that's gonna do it for this week's episode but before we get out of here let's do some announcements first next week we have a a fun show planned we actually spoke about a little bit earlier it'll be just me and dan and we will be welcoming our new podcast bffs the we like theme park theme parks podcast crew and we'll be uh we'll be it'll be chris and miriam uh mark isn't 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 going to be on the episode with us but chris and miriam from we like Theme parks will be in the house and we'll be talking some disney and they don't know it yet but we're actually going to have them do a little bring they have a segment called armchair imagineering and we're going to have them bring that over to us and we're going to armchair Imagineer something with them. And I think that should be pretty fun. And so that's uh look to stay tuned for that for next week. We'll be doing that. We like theme parks. Check them out. If you haven't checked them out, guys, make sure you check out their podcast. They're really, they're really a good listen and they're really a lot of fun. I got to um, say again,
1: how much fun we've had with those guys. Yeah. So I
2: really, really appreciate that. We got the
1: chance to meet them.
2: Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Like I said, I think they're going to be our podcast BFFs and, and, and spoiler alert, Dan and Stephanie actually uh, in turn did their, uh, an episode with them. Uh, so you'll be on their show uh really relatively soon. Hopefully, maybe maybe next week, I'm not sure. But I know that they, you guys are recording something with them. So that, that's going to be fun. I can't wait to hear that. And then uh also in two weeks, we'll actually be recording from the Disney Underground podcast from... The opening weekend of Epcot's flower and garden festival. We'll be eating all the way around the world, testing, uh, Ooh. taste testing all the, all the food from all the booths, letting you guys know what to expect and what to look for, what to taste, all the sights, sounds and taste from this year's flower and garden festival at Epcot. You can expect on the Disney underground in two weeks. And, uh, so that should be pretty fun. Uh, there's only one downside to that. And that's our best And is the Midwesterners won't be in the house and they mm. will be sorely missed, but um Thanks. they jealous. will be back. Yeah, no, so well, I'm I'm sad that you won't be there, but you'll be back on the week after and and yeah. Um, yeah, bummed out. But, but, uh, yeah, you'll get to hear the rest of us and, uh, we'll tell you, you know, some stuff to check out and try and, you know, we'll let you guys know what's up. I
5: don't know how it's gonna have the same feeling if Dan's not there talking about Gene's passion for food. Yeah, it's gonna I feel
2: know. weird. Like, I was expecting it to, to get picked on every segment, but, it's um, gonna
5: bug him.
2: Yeah. But at least now I can eat, best eat in peace with my fat Be pants.
4: <laughs> with his. <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: All right, so let's get into it. We have a, a huge, huge announcement, guys. Uh, we can announce the gift card winner from our big, huge Ooh. Disney gift card contest that was uh, years of years. Brad and Tiffany were being featured on. The winner of the $500 gift card is, and I hope I'm pronouncing their last name correct, Perry Malmoth. Ooh. Malmoth. Uh, so, Perry, Yay. if you're listening, congratulations. Have fun wow, spinning. That's a Disney. huge prize. Mm-hmm. The Disney Doe. And uh, they actually, from what I gather, they're Disney locals, so um, it'll be quite easy for them to spend it because they, from what it looks like, they don't live far from Disney. So congratulations again, and uh, we'll reach out on Instagram, and or if you hear this first, hit me up, and uh, we'll get you out that Disney gift card, lickety-split. <laughs> Do- to the Pony Express. Yeah. Or um, I, I'll be down there next week. Maybe uh, we Ooh, hang out at the personally park. delivered. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it'll yeah. be personally delivered. You know, you let me know what you want to do and uh, we'll go from there, man. But yeah, worst case scenario, we can always ship it down. Uh, maybe, you know, what would be cool is it, maybe I'll mail it from Magic Kingdom. Hey. yeah. The mailboxes are
0: bought. Yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah. So there's that. And also, what else we got? We have... Just as we gave away this big gift card, we'll have another ones coming up in March. So stay tuned for that. You're going to want to go to the Instagram on at the underscore magical underscore lifestyle for our next huge giveaway in March. Uh, We'll be announcing it this Sunday, March 7th. And the featured guest for that one is going to be who? Uh, No other than our new sponsor, Magical Travels by Brian. So make sure you guys tune into the the Instagram at the magical lifestyle at the underscore magical underscore lifestyle. And it'll be up on the 7th so you can figure out how to answer this one. And our featured guest on that will be Magical Travels by Brian. So make sure you guys check that out. Yes. So like that's it. And so let's let, like, you know what? Before we get out of here let's say a special, special first of many thank yous to Brian from magical travel by Brian. Uh, hey, it's amazing to have you as part of the the the, the crew now, man. It's uh, looking forward to having you on from time to time and getting some Disney travel uh, inside info. And uh, yeah, just excited to have you and see where this goes, man. Thank you uh, for, for believing in us as we believe in you and, and let's do this, you know,
6: like what? Thank you. I appreciate everything. And like I said earlier, just super excited to be a part of it and look forward to getting to know you guys a little bit better too. Well,
2: Awesome. And we'll be putting in all the contact info in the uh, the body of this podcast. So you'll be able to find how to contact Brian just by reading, but just so they can hear it one more time from uh, right from you, Brian, how can they uh, reach you if they want to book a trip? Sure.
6: Uh, just our email is uh, Brian at MagicalTravel.com. Uh, we're on Facebook. You can search Magical Travel by Brian. And then also on Instagram, it's going to be Magical Travel underscore by underscore Brian. Um, and then you can also contact. We'll give the 1-800 number again. It's 1-800-883-1535, extension 55. There you go. Hey,
1: Brian, you forgot to give your home address. Could you uh, just give that,
2: give that quick? Also, do you want to give the social out for it? Na- no. <laughs> I missed the last digit last time. <laughs> So uh, again, thank you so much for, for being part of the Disney Underground, man, and uh, looking forward to a long and fruitful partnership with you, man. No um, so let's say adios to the crew first. We'll say adios to Brian, the new guy, and uh, you know next time you come on, make sure remember there's gonna be a new dress code. I didn't send out the memo yet. It's gonna <laughs> be fat pants. Make sure you have your fat uh-huh. pants next time you're on. Uh-huh. Uh, but hey, again, thanks for joining, and uh, we'll see you. We'll hear from you real soon. Sounds good. Thanks. I'll make sure to wear my flash gear too. Yeah, that, yeah that's a, <laughs> that's a must. And then let's, let's go over to our Disney locals, Brad and Tiff and and Miles hey. yeah,
0: <laughs> and,
2: and Miles. This
3: podcast is certainly becoming an Island in our week that we look forward to. And just like really, really,
2: really keeps us
3: going each week. So thank you. Thank you to everyone listening. Yeah. And
2: uh, check For us out. Sure. And hey. I will see you guys. Uh, I will see you guys next week. Hey, so, counting down. It's yeah. just unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be good times.
5: For sure. But you guys can check us out on Years of Years on YouTube and on Instagram. And the Stan Disney
2: on Disney YouTube. History Daily. Hey, can I make a request? a years for years, years of years request? Yeah. Sure. And um, I don't know who else oh agrees. No. I feel like we need a little less Brad and a little more miles.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh wow. I'm just teasing Brad. I'm just yeah. teasing miles yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. pushing yeah. that out of the yeah. way. Yeah.
5: Okay. Comments ask for Miles all the time. Yeah, they, they love him.
2: Oh, I'm assuming yeah. I'm gonna see Miles next week as well, right? Might to See you, Miles? Oh yeah. sure. Cool. Oh, yeah.
1: He's booked up, Gene. You have oh. to book way farther in advance. No.
2: <laughs> well,
5: Miles you know. books up very quickly. Miles will be there. All
2: right. That's so I'll see, Sorry, I'll see you. Sorry, Gene's not soon. aware of this. It's, he's new. <laughs> well, I'll see you. I'll see you next week as well, Miles. Yes. And last but not least. Our best listeners of the Midwesterners, Dan and Steph. <laughs> what? Okay. I feel like every time we're doing okay, the outro, so <laughs> Steph isn't like... And la, she la, did la, the la. exact same thing
1: on their podcast the other night. Exactly.
4: Hey, that was a great podcast tonight. <laughs> you guys can check out our Instagram.
2: <laughs> wow. Did she read that off <laughs> a teleprompter? That sounded really like...
3: <laughs>
4: sounded At made Rock up. and Roll DW. That's our Instagram. And you can see me in in white knee socks and white knickers. Well, not being a photo. Hey, pass don't
2: downplay that's, my yeah. Elvis video.
4: Oh, yeah. We, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Come on. The right. long awaited Elvis sandwich making video. Yeah, I
4: mean, right. I mean, that's America was waiting for that video. So that's uh, yeah. up there to stupid, silly, fun videos. I well, heard that think that's
2: be on Disney Plus, I is that true? Yeah, I heard that is? video made it. I heard that video made it to the, like a Disney Plus.
4: Shh. Nobody knows that. Food yet. Network
2: is really on us. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to let the cat out of the bag.
4: That was gonna be our big reveal. Thanks. I'll but. do a
2: show with uh, Guy Fieri any day. Oh, let me yeah, say something. That's sure. you guys always have great content. You guys always have uh, uh, super funny and adorable. Um, I'd say the only thing, my only gripe with it, is a little less Dan, a little more Steph. <laughs>
4: Thanks, Gene. Well, we
2: have one with that view. That's uh,
4: actually, that's about right. <laughs> right. I, I, I am in charge of Dan's fan mail. <laughs> the messages we get about how funny Dan is. Dan, Did- that Dan, that Dan's so funny. Hi ho! Do, do you ever get a lot of?
2: Do you ever get a lot of menacing message letters where they use like letters from magazines? <laughs> yeah, for Dan, <laughs> I feel like Dan gets a lot of those. Uh,
4: No, he hasn't gotten any of those yet.
2: Well, I haven't showed them
4: to you. (laughs) Well, I'm the one that's in charge of Pan Club,
1: so I would be the one that
4: would see them. Okay.
1: Well, thanks, uh, everyone, for tuning in once again to our All Food, All Day, All Night podcast. (laughs) Thank you, Gene. And uh, have a a
2: rip-roaring day. Yes. (laughs) Guys, remember, have a great today and even better tomorrow, and we'll see you next time.